Hey, I'm Nashi. I'm Rizlar. And I'm Frosty. Welcome back to the Value Pack. Hold on, I have to gear, I have to gear check Nash right now. Alright, that is a full job. Dude, he CC'd me out of dance. What's happening? Oh, Rizlar! People look at you like you're crazy, and they refuse to admit <laughs> that it's pay to win, and just scream that it's pay to convenience! It's pay to convenience! Big money, big money, big money, big, big money. money! Oh shit, we got it! We fucking got it! And welcome everybody to another episode of The Value Pack. We are back. We took a break last week. Uh, various IRL things were going on that kind of made it hard for us to get a time where we could uh, do this together. So we ended up skipping. Uh, but now we're back and holy shit, has some shit happened in two weeks. Uh, first, I should let you guys know that uh, we do not have Nayashi with us today. He is currently on vacation. I think in like, where did he say he was? Uh, like, he said country, but I I don't remember where yeah, exactly he said, he said country. But he I think he meant Tampa Bay. <laughs> I can't is, remember. Is that country? <laughs> Compared to where he normally lives, it's a beautiful country. Yeah. Fair, fair. Uh, so yeah, no Nayashi today. Unfortunately, he's on vacation, so uh, we won't have him with us today. Um, but still, we got a lot of things to cover. We got some class reworks to go over, the Sage and Nova nerfs uh, hit, and most importantly, Frosty is a... Uh, he made it in the big leagues now, so we got to talk about that. But first, before True, we get to any of that... I play baseball now. <laughs> before we get to any of that, we got to thank our lovely, lovely patrons. Uh, Hawaiian, I has issues. Jeremy Johnson, Callahad, Melt on Your Mouth, Minaria, Sly Tech, Talus, X, Septum, Thanks, and Wavesy. Appreciate you guys. And everybody else who supports us on Patreon, who supports us on our individual Twitch streams, which you can find in the description down below. Frosty, man, it's been a minute. It has been a couple weeks. We haven't uh, talked. We haven't talked to BDO in a, in a hot in a hot second. Yeah, no, 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 we haven't. Um. So first up, the biggest, arguably the biggest thing that's going down is we have previews of the uh, of the reworks for two classes, Warrior and Ranger. We do, we do. They're not on Global Labs yet, but we do have a preview of it. They had like a stream where they talked about a bunch of different things. All of it will go over, but um, yeah, they showed Warrior and Ranger. So I I kind of want to start this off by reading what they said about the reworks, yeah. and then we can watch the videos. Um together the two previews um so they said class reboot warrior and ranger will be the first two classes to receive the rework the character reboot will not just Can be you a link simple me this yes there you go thank you um but they said the character reboot will not just be a simple stat adjustment and will pay attention to the class damage range accuracy etc flow skills will be improved and simplified new skills will be added as needed or unused skills may be changed in PvP, one of the focus points for Warrior is to improve the engage and disengage by adding new skills and adjusting the current cooldown times. The main focus for Warrior, though, is PvE, and they mention that Warriors use both Awakening and Pre-Awakening, which causes fatigue when grinding. However, if you only use Awakening, it feels too lackluster, so the plans are to improve the cooldowns and the AoEs in Awakening. The skill flow Reckless Blow will have a cooldown reduced by one second, and the charging part of the skill will be removed to help it flow better. In addition, a new Awakening only skill will be added for Warrior. Which is kind of nuts. Um, you say for each class, in both Succession and Awakening, they're going to focus on the character's weaknesses as seen by the players. Rebooted classes will be released on Global Lab in the order of original release. However, all reworks will become to live service at the same time after being completed on Global Lab. So, 
Um, kind of a bit of a uh, kind of a lot there. Yeah. Um. Yeah, kind of a lot. Kind of a lot there. So a couple a couple takeaways just from the text right off the bat is one, there will be entirely new skills. Um, for some of the classes, maybe not all of them, as well as reworking skills. Um, as well as like these reworks aren't just like to improve PV PVP, but also like in the instance of warriors going to have a lot of focus on PV, um, E, uh, and one of the things before we watch the video, I, I, you and Nayashi were having a discussion about this because Nayashi was saying, does warrior actually need like engage, disengage, but you were saying, and this is one of the most common things I hear, like when we talk to Sphero or, or any other warrior in node war, but them saying that, um, improving the engage and disengage for large scale actually is like a little bit of a problem. Do you want to elaborate yeah. on that a little bit? Well, I think it's a problem with most uh, of the melee classes. Uh, it's it's the ability to get in and get out is a bit lackluster. Uh, you'll you know just end up getting clapped uh, by trying to get in, which is why you see a lot of melee classes trying to play more like on the flank, on the sides. Um, you know, you'll see like strikers and warriors instead of being like up front and center, they'll be on the sides trying to cut in. Um, because it's a lot easier to get in if you don't have a bunch of suck rangers and archers and wizards and witches and and corsairs now awakening corsairs and and sages and uh, all that bullshit, you know, throwing shit at you. So, yeah, I, I think you know the engage and the disengage for large scale for pretty much every melee class can be a bit better. Um, in one way or another, whether that's cooldowns or uh, movement protection, just kind of depends per class. But yeah, so yeah, it, it's I, I know like warriors insane in one v one, and that's what Nayashi was concerned about. Is he's like, well, they're already so good in one v one. Do they need more movement? But um, I don't know. I, I I think there's a way to make their movement, their engage and disengage better in large scale without making them over tuned. At least more overtuned than they already are in terms of their movement in 1v1s. Yeah. Um so I'm popping this on stream so if you want to watch it at the exact same time, but here is the the demo um of their warrior rework. So again this is from a live stream so it's not like super super high quality at least I'm replaying it on on YouTube the I don't know. Yeah. So here we go. So this is succession first that they're showing here. That looks so insane to me. Looks so freaking cool. So now it's showing it PVEing a little bit in Sakraya. The AoEs look nutty, though. Yeah, they look a lot bigger. They do. For sure. And then uh, now they're showing the double ground smash. The double ground smash is interesting. Dude, the AoEs on that too. Is that SLMB? Yeah, so... Well, we'll talk about once the video is over, but yeah. These animations are looking fresh though, Rez. Yeah, they are. God damn. 
Dude, I want to know this guy's gear. It, it looked like right when he did, I mean, all he does is like, it looks like solar flare space, right? Like it's like, and their mobs are like half health. <laughs> like, the fuck? Yeah, they could possibly be like full penalty 20 for all we know. Who knows? But, um, yeah. Some interesting things about this, at least some stuff that I found interesting. Um, the double ground smash from the succession is interesting. It like launches them. Yeah. Which is super interesting. And then it looks like the the run forward part. I'm not sure if that is I I I almost feel like that might be charging thrust. Yeah, look. It looks like it. Let me see if there's protection. It right. looks like it might uh, be the no... new charging thrust, but also it could be the. There's no forward oh, guard. On what's it. it called? Isn't charging thrust it, forward guard? It might be the frenzied dash. Then I think it's called frenzied, frenzy, frenzied charge or something like that. Hmm. It's a completely useless skill currently because the animation on it is so long and it really doesn't take you that far. But that actually, it might be that skill, because that skill is useless right now, and that's a big focus on their reworks, is turning the useless skills into actually useful ones. Yeah. I mean, that being unprotected, because you can, because the, the leap part obviously is protected, but the little scoot run forward is not. So, like, that... Leading... Well, that's the different skill. Yeah. Well, no, no, look right here. He does the, he does the same thing, like this. He throws this... Or is he just doing the... Is that just the the Rabom? That's the Rabom, okay, yeah. Okay. That's the Rabom. Almost certainly that's the Rabom. Okay, yeah. so it looks like the Rabom flows right into that new skill, too. Yeah, yeah, it does. It flows straight into that, like, leaping ground slam, or ground smash, right. I think it's called. Yeah, it's kind of, I don't know, it kind of looks crazy. Um. Yeah, and the double, it looks like, like, if you use it back-to-back, -back, like, the second one just, like, leaps you forward, but the AoE on it is yeah. fucking gigantic. The AoE is huge. Uh, okay. And then with Awakening, so you see For, Slashing the Dead AoE has gotten dude, a lot bigger. It has these two, like, the, flames the side on the slashes. side. Dude, yeah, with, like, so cool they look like two additional swords spinning forward. It looks so freaking cool. I yes. love that animation, dude. That looks so freaking cool. And then, yeah, Grave Digging, like, at least the spin part looks like the AoE is a lot bigger. And then the, the last hit looks pretty similar. And then yeah. that, I mean, that's Reckless so, Blow, right? Yeah, so this is Reckless Blow. So right now in, in live server, you, there is, you have Pulverize, which is down LMB, and then you have mm -hmm. a Flow to Pulverize, which is basically just a second Pulverize, is mm -hmm. essentially what it is. Now, currently on live, you can do the Flow after Reckless. What's interesting about this is he goes from Reckless into what I assume is Pulverize into the Flow for Pulverize, which you can't do. You used to be able to do a cancel for it. I, I don't know if that cancel still exists, but it was really complicated and not really worth it. It's just kind of gimmicky. So it looks like they're making it to where you can go from Reckless straight into Pulverize and then maybe go into the Flow uh, after the Pulverize. Which is interesting. So the, they said they're removing the charge for Reckless. Does this charge look faster than the normal one? Does it look uh, any different to you? This is, this is one of those things where I might be speaking out of turn. Because again, I am just a lowly f uh, former warrior. I don't currently play the class. Mm -hmm. I do believe that they sped up the charge on it a while back. 
So to my eyes, it looks faster than what I remember, but what I remember was before they sped it up. So that might right. not be what they're talking about when they say that they're going to remove it. It might get cut down even more. I don't know. Yeah, I just thought it was odd because there's like there's a clear charging animation um, in here. Uh, JM saying that by Septimus was saying that the charge is definitely faster in the video, like a lot faster. So, okay. I'm wondering if it's still like, do you have do you have protection while it's charging? You have frontal guard. Your frontal guard, okay. That's so weird though. It like doesn't show him with the frontal guard icon during it. Yeah, he charges and there's no frontal guard until he gets to like Hold the pole. So he like has You're super right. armor at the end of this skill. In a slashing. In a slashing. Or is it just maybe he has super armor? Wait, let me see when he does think, it in this. Oh yeah, I think it's super I, armor. Look. Yeah, he has super armor during the charge, and then right when the charge ends, the protection goes away. I guess because it has CC. I assume. Ah. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Okay, no mind. Yeah, yeah. And then the two parts it's of pulverize. Pulverize, yeah, it's frontal guard. Okay. Yeah. So again, this might be a result of me being a former warrior, but I, I'm pretty confident that it is frontal guard in live. So maybe they're changing it to SA. I guess. Let's see, I'm gonna I'm gonna check real quick on my warrior, just to make yeah, sure. Can, and I want to see where check. the protection starts and ends. Brits is saying it's SA, always been SA. And the knockdown is unprotected. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, the hit is unprotected. All right, that makes sense then. Um. Right, I'm just gonna charge it just to see what it looks like in comparison. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. it's definitely faster. It's like, it's like cut in half, maybe even more to how I see it in here. Um, yeah, dude, it's such a long cooldown. Well, that's kind of cool. Like that's um, these are huge changes. I don't know, like. They seem like really big to me. So yeah, super armor while charging, knockdown on hits. Yeah, that charge is like forever. It's crazy. Um, and I don't know, like, uh, I guess overall, like, I, I don't know, we don't have any damage numbers, right? So we have no idea what anything looks like, but um, the AOE sizes are, are noticeably bigger though. All right, let's, yeah, let's so take... it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. I think, I mean, again, it, it's, I can't stress enough that I am just a former warrior. I do not play the class. I have not played the class in a very long time now. So if there is a warrior out there that is telling you something opposite of what I am saying, please, for the love of God, take their word over what I'm saying. But uh, I think that it looks pretty good, honestly. I, I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. I, I might even retry playing the class uh post rework so yeah. all right so here's the ranger one um this one will play the first time with audio so everyone can kind of hear what i don't know the <laughs> what they're saying they're though. they're they're reacting yeah they're reacting to it all right so here you know the they've ranger probably one. seen it before yeah <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that new like little range skill is kind of crazy. Yeah, 
So, this is all, all awakening. I like that he pulls with that skill. Yeah. Kinda interesting. And he uses it again at the end. And then here's awakening. I mean, sorry, succession. Succession to me looks so similar but i don't know like that i feel like i'd have to uh ask a ranger to like really notice the differences to me it kind of looks the same I, I don't know i don't know shit about rangers so i i can't speak worth a damn the only thing and this is something that i heard yeah uh mm -hmm. sorry go on and we're gonna say back attacks yes i was gonna say back attacks, yeah, so, which i so i do believe i see the indicator so I need to see, hold on, let me, let me look and see. With the awakened skills, you do still see them already, like from time to time, like if you're up close, so it doesn't really show us much here. But with succession, like you wouldn't, unless you're like point blank. So if any of these are from range. Yeah, so like you can see in this very first hit, the, the mob is facing the other way. And he uses, he uses the skill and you see back attack immediately. Like how far away he yeah. is from that, that mob. Rangers would not see the back attack modifier, like 100%. So that's definitely new. Uh, let me see if when they're when he's fighting the mobs. Yeah, back yeah, so here, I mean, just right there, you can already see, like, immediately when he's using, uh, Wailing Wind to, like, reposition, um, you can see the back attacks, like, right away, and they're too far, like, literally, you'd only see, anytime they do get back attacks, they are, like, literally on top of the mob, so anytime you see it from, like, any amount of distance, it's, it's completely new, so, yeah, that's kind of cool, um, I assume Archer will get the same treatment, though, that's my guess. Um, yeah, and there's a bunch of back attacks right here, too, when these mobs are getting up. So, really, it's like the, the ba it's not too unrealistic to expect to see a back attack on this first, uh, mob that's directly in front of her, but these mobs over here, like, you wouldn't see back attacks with her, with, even in her awakening. So, that, yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, as far as, like, new skills, um... This this skill here, so um, this looks that's normal breezy blade, that's rushing wind, and then right here this spin slash is like kind of new, and then it goes into the new skill that they got a few months ago when we all got a new skill. So like right yeah. in there they fit in like this new skill. I can't. I think it's. I can't tell if it's protected. It goes from super armor to forward guard, but. Yeah, it's hard to tell it if it's protected. It looks like it but. is protected, but it looks like there's a gap. So, oh yeah, like yeah, at the end. So it's like super armor. That's interesting because I thought in the yeah. original demo it was forward guard. But it's like a super armor AoE slash. And then this skill that's like the range, like poke or whatever, um, I believe is a float. They showed it as a float in the demo before. Um, but yeah, that part's mm -hmm. not, that's not protected. Uh, someone was pointing out that it shows them throw the tree down before these little demos as maybe an indicator that maybe the tree in Awakening does something like it does in Succession. Because in Succession, a while back, they made it so like some of the skills are augmented when the tree buff is popped. You get like a couple, uh, like pet damage on some of the arrows. 
like added right. to the skill so maybe it's doing something like that in awakening otherwise it doesn't really make sense in p like people don't really throw that down in pve unless you're at like a spot where you absolutely need evasion or accuracy uh, so Mina wants me to ask, how much did Lemoria rant about it yesterday? I know for a fact he was screaming about it on Friday. Uh, actually, he he was talking about how it looked really cool, but we didn't. I didn't get like that much time to to talk to Lemoria. So, um, but he was pretty excited. He said that it looked super cool. All right, I'm trying to think. There's something else new in here, I think, or maybe the skill just has such a low cooldown. The big AOE skill. So they use Wailing Wind, which Wailing Wind to me, maybe it's just remastered, but that shit looks bigger right here. This is the Q skill, the forward guard Q skill, right when yeah, she turns it around. Looks bigger. It, it looks, looks huge, wider. right? It looks fucking it looks wider. massive. Yeah. And then this, that's like, way that's bigger Walt. as well. It looks like. Yeah, Walt also looks way fucking bigger. And then they, uh, I believe she uses regeneration there and then pops regeneration with, let me see what skills, that's so shiny, it's hard to tell. Okay, with uh, Nature's Tremble. And then her, yeah, her Walt AoE looks insane. And then she uses Breezy, and then Rushing Wind, and then that new skill. And then there are newer skills. Yeah, so Walt just looks fucking huge now. Like, the AoE on Walt looks gigantic. That's actually super hype, dude. I, I'm, dude. I can't wait for sh this shit to come out. <laughs> I hate it, dude. I hate that it's so far away. Um, okay, so Succession, I know, I admittedly know a lot less about. Is this new? Is this little flip back new? I, I don't remember this animation. I think they have it, but I, and again, I, I don't know shit about Ranger, but I think they have something like that, but it's like bad. It's like nobody uses it because it's really bad. I think. Someone's saying the back hop is new. That specific um, Yeah, maybe. I, I, I swear they have something right. like that where they can hop backwards, but I think it's kind of bad. No one uses it, I think. So, ES, and then they do a shot after here. A super armor disengage shot. Is that new? That also looks new to me. Yeah, I, haven't, I don't know about that one. So, they, they ES to the side, and then they do a super armor back hop, and I don't think they have a super armor shot that moves them currently yeah people are saying yeah, so that's new. that's the equivalent of the uh the archers uh shift s which i can't recall the name of off the top of my head they show two classes a week we're gonna wait two months dude i wish they do but i have a feeling a lot of the weeks are gonna be one class yeah so uh ranger also looks really cool ranger i think looks a, a little bit less flashy like compared to the war like at least succession but i i partly think that's because ranger skills already looked nice i the warrior skills to me always looked so bland in pre-awakening so yeah well that's what I, yeah that's what i would argue is that warrior arguably got more stuff than ranger did uh just in that preview alone i mean who knows that might not be the case when the actual shit comes out but yeah but i also think that that's like also more emphasized from the fact that um yeah, like the warrior skills just don't look cool at all. So the fact that they do, like everything looks brand new. If that makes any sense. Whereas like when you see waltz and stuff, it's like you already know those skills. Um, So I don't know. The ranger one looks really cool. Hopefully we, I wonder if they're going to show like these two previews or a preview every week before it's actually on Global Labs. That would be cool. I hope they they do that, honestly.
Um, Previews would be nice. Communication. Communication, please, PA. That's like, if if there's one takeaway we can get from all the like good things that you've been doing recently, communication. Just talk with us. Tell us what you're doing. Tell us what you're thinking and collect feedback, man. Yeah, I want to I'm trying to think of a way to um but we need a way to keep track of it. Like what do you think what's one thing you think they're for sure going to change on your class on Zerker? Now okay, that now so that you called, have a better it's called idea. Zephyr Leap by the way. That's the skill. I, I couldn't remember the name of Archer's Zephyr Leap. It shift us. Okay. It's it's a frontal guard uh skill on Archer. Obviously it was SA in that preview, but it does the same thing where it just it launches them backwards and fires a little shot. Mhm. Mm so, so that's interesting that they're giving them that for a little bit of extra disengage. Uh, so what am I expecting on Zerker? Yeah, so now that you know they're going to add a new skill or potentially add a new skill, rework older skills that are not being used, change damage, range, accuracy, etc. What is something, one thing that you're like, okay, they're probably going to do blank on Zerker? <sighs> I mean, I don't know. So it, it seems like a big focus for them, I think, because they keep talking about it, and I think that that's what we saw in that warrior preview as well with the frenzied, frenzied charge or frenzied dash or whatever the fuck it's called. Is There seems to be a big focus on useless skills, on taking these skills that nobody touches and, and trying to make them actually good. Um, what's interesting about Zerker is Zerker doesn't really have too many of those. Uh, a lot of the secondary skills kind of fall in that category, at least in Awakening. Uh, weakling hunt and falling rock are both completely useless um and then tackling rock is really only useful in succession mm -hmm. so i could see them doing a lot of stuff with those three skills possibly um as far as awakening goes though i mean honest to god the only thing awakening needs is giant leap needs to be iframed the second you're in the air the Sorry. second you your feet are off the ground and you are in the air just make it iframe I mean, obviously, there's some more changes than that that could be made, but man, you would make a lot of Zerkers really fucking happy if you just did that one change. <laughs> so, I don't know. We'll we'll see what they end up doing. I, I feel like Zerkers AoEs are fine. I don't know. I, I'm kind of scared of like, saying what about that on, they like, should filler change. Damage? What about on filler stuff? Are the AoEs fine? Like, if you're, if you're trying to be, like, optimum... Are optimal on a on awakening zerker in PVE. Is every skill basically hitting every mob, or are the AoEs like decent in that regard? I mean, pretty much. The only one that I would say maybe not is like blasting. Blasting's AoE is kind of small, but I mean, I think that's the case for most classes because blasting is your your down LMB skill, which is on a lot of classes a like enhanced auto attack essentially. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yep. And it's it's the same thing with zerker, but uh, I don't grind on Awakening, so uh, again, I, I can't really be like the end authority for that, but I feel like Awakening Zerker in PvE is fine. It it busts your hands a little bit because you have to put like some effort into it, but post-Seismic, man, they're, they're doing fine. They're doing better than Succession from what I understand. It's just you have to kill your hands to do it. Um... So yeah, I don't know. I I, I think some changes with uh, Titan Blow could be nice to see that implemented a little bit more into the PvP. That could be fun. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That I someone else also saying it in chat. Wonder if they'll do anything about back LMB that so many classes have that almost none use. Like that that like glorified auto attack. I feel like is like the 
most simple like if all you have to do is give that an aoe and pve damage like every class has filler damage i like i don't know mm -hmm. how that hasn't already been a thing but and slmb is such a like a real like a chill key combo for grinding too and a lot of the classes use that um or that have that skill it's usually like two two or four hits you know like two three four hits so you like can hold it for a second mm -hmm. um i don't know slanted for dk yeah well what about an awakening touch of exploitation is not useful on dk that's what i'm saying it's like the on a, a lot of the awakening classes have this glorified slmb and it's just unusable so um yeah i don't know on, on kuno i mean i'm just imagining like all the little filler skills being actually having aoe now like maybe when i lunar dash into a group and use the flow to lunar dash it actually hits the entire pack instead of right. like okay cool i did good because they buffed the damage a lot and it's actually significant now in pve but you only hit three or four mobs so the rest of the pack doesn't really die because you didn't do any damage to it and then um yeah the slmb is just no one's used it no one's used it in a really long time um and then outside of like spin and wheel of wrath it just feels like you're not really hitting mobs but dude i i like just just on the animations alone i cannot wait to see what they do with awaken kuno like i i hope so much that they invest as much time on the animations that they're doing on ranger and warrior with the other classes and none of them kind of get skimped out on because those new animations look really fucking cool that that slashing animation dude i has yeah. me like dude you could do so much cool stuff if they're willing to like add those like little effects uh, mm -hmm. i can't wait dude so to be honest, I, I'm I'm more so than Berserker. I, I'm more interested to see what they do with Archer, mm -hmm. and uh, the other one that I'm interested to see what they do with is the Casters. Um, not yeah. necessarily because I think, especially those latter two, Witch and Wizard, like they don't need help. It's not like they're bad classes, but I'm interested to see what they're going to do with those Archer. I don't I don't want to say Archer is bad. It's not bad. It's just that like every other class does his job better than him, unfortunately. And so I'm very excited to see uh post rework Archer. Uh I will most likely be tagging in that the second that rework hits in all honesty and, and, and be trying that shit out. Um yeah. but man, what are they gonna do for casters? I'm so interested to see what they're gonna do for casters. Me too. Me too. It, it, like, I wonder what they're going to say as far as this little breakdown. Like, how this is saying that they're emphasizing PvE on Warrior. I would like, to me, I, I don't, who knows if they'll do it. And I know not everyone will agree. But to me, it would be kind of cool if they say the main focus of Wizard and Witch, though, is 1v1. I think that that would actually be really fascinating. If they're like, we know mm. it's good in large scale, it's pretty comfortable in PvE. Um, and we just want to make sure that it can it's a little bit better in 1v1 without making it like any different in the other aspects of the game. I think would actually yeah. be kind of cool. Yeah, no, I agree. And uh I mean, obviously we don't play the class, the the classes. Uh I've played him. You briefly had a stint on Wizard very very long time ago. But I think I still maintain that split TP, man. I think split yeah. TP on all Witch and Wizard specs would go so far in their ability to 1v1. It, it, I don't think it would have that much of an effect on large scale. I think that they would probably, the 
the really good witches and wizards would be able to make really good use out of it in large scale, but it's not like it would greatly increase their average like power. Um, but in one v ones, man, it would help them out so much to have split TP, so so much. Um, you think they'll give it just to wizard, not to witch, though, just to be funny? God, I hope so. Fuck witches. <laughs> witch already no, has, kidding. <laughs> witch already has blocked jump. One of my guildies, Leary Dustin's in chat, and he was saying that he was fighting. I'm not gonna name names, but he was fighting someone, and they were complaining that Gorol is basically block jump because it goes behind your frontal car. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Gorol is busted as shit, but I don't know about that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it's going to be really interesting. It's going to be really, really interesting. Um, part of me hopes that this is where we'll see them actually remove uh, some of the support skills from Witch and Wizard and just have it be You're DPS. Crazy. I I know that's like super unlikely and that's probably an unpopular opinion, but... Don't you think that would go a long way in making it to where every fucking Node War and Siege Guild doesn't have to be 60 to 70% caster? That's... Like, there would still be a lot of them, if not majority of them. It probably would, You'd probably still see at least 50% Witch and Wizard. But it wouldn't be like 60, 70, 80% if they removed Look, the I, fucking support skills. I would skills. love if they removed or reduced the effectiveness of the support skills. I'm just saying, you you're on that good shit, thinking that they're going to. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm just interested to see what they're gonna do. Yeah. Um. Me too. There, there's a lot of classes. Like, I'm like, what are they gonna do with ninja? Because ninjas mm. are, I mean, ninjas are already really good, right? I mean, you could obviously like suck ninja struggles a little bit in PVE. Um. It's super sweaty, and and you you're not making the same as like most classes. What are they gonna do? I'm also curious, like how are they gonna change any of the absolutes, and how much are they gonna change them? Because they demoed succession and they demoed awakening, but are they gonna change any just normal pre-awakened skills, or are those gonna be remaining the same? Is it only gonna be succession awakening skills? Yeah. Um. I'm also curious about like the just the damage. So obviously there's bigger AOE on like Waltz and bigger AOE on Wailing Wind, it looked like, but are they changing the PvP damage and the PvE damage or just the PvE damage? Are they, what kind of changes are they gonna make as far as damage goes? I mean, we'll know for sure with Warrior in what, one, two, three, four days. It's supposed to be on Global Labs. Uh, I don't know if Ranger's for sure coming to Global Labs too. Hopefully it is, that'd be kind of cool to just have them both. but. Uh, yeah, I'm really curious, like what the what the actual damage numbers are gonna look like on these two classes. Uh, also, if they're gonna change any CCs around, like if they're gonna change something from a knockdown to a float or a a, a knock back to something else, you know, I don't know, who knows? There's some CCs oh, yeah. that kind of suck. Like I still would love, like if the core skill for spin spree was not a stiff, but either a stun or a float would be would completely change how powerful that core is. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I also am because they only showed a couple skills. It's not like they showed the entire kit right there. I, I also, mm -hmm. 
am wondering if they're gonna have if every single skill is gonna have some sort of minor tweak whether it's big or small or if there's gonna be a bunch of skills that aren't touched because they feel like they're in a good spot because the fact that they even made new animations for like slashing and grave digging which are like the two skills that every warrior is like no these skills are good but what about our other skills you know but they right. actually like touch those two so it's like oh like maybe they're gonna do every single skill in the kit is getting just something um yeah pretty I don't exciting know. Uh, there's a lot of potential there is a lot of potential yep there is there is uh dude it's exciting too and i i honestly think that first day when it when it comes to live server and everybody is getting this at the same time it's it, like i don't know if you remember that day when we all got like rebombs and everyone was just sitting in battle arena like, it's just gonna be like a whole it's gonna be nuts it's gonna be so fun i can't wait um, so yeah, that's a class reboot, a little bit more information, a little bit of a demo, so you could kind of see Warrior and Ranger. Um, I wish they... Maybe extrapolate on your own classes. Yeah, extrapolate on your own class. Hopefully on, uh, on when the patch actually comes out, if Ranger comes as well, they do a little bit of this, like, discussion on what they changed and why. We need that blue text, because I, I want some yep. context for the changes, you know, a little 100%. bit. Communication. Uh, I also, someone was bringing up um, the other day, DevAct was bringing up that if some of the skills that are unusable, if they become usable, will create some key conflicts that literally only don't exist right now because people don't use the skills. Yeah, um, that's very true. Like an example would be Abyssal Flame on Sork. While right now no one cares that the conflict, that it, it conflicts with Grim Reaper's Judgment or Dark Flame. But if that skill becomes usable and people want to unlock it, now that, that key conflict is going to be kind of irritating. And hopefully they're aware of that and like improve the way skills work if they're going to make some of these unusable skills usable. In all honesty, I doubt they are. <laughs> like Just being blunt well, about it, I, I doubt they are. But hopefully what they'll do is they'll hear players complain about it yeah. and then they'll, they'll start immediately working on fixing it. Yeah, that's what the feedback portion is going to be for. So hopefully people actually let them know if there's issues like that. Yep. Um, anyway, so just just a thought. Um, do, 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 do. All right, so yeah, that's the reworks. Um, they also went into this whole dev talk um, in here. They kind of, they, they talked about barrier to entry for new players. Um, Improving silver profit and EXP gained in Valencia at like Desert Nagas and Desert Fogans, etc. Um, improving Tuvala. Uh, they mentioned about the the potion. This one this one's huge for you. Yep. Um, so the bullet point was just me, no one else. This is only I'm the Rezar only one who cares, cares about, about this. this. The fifty percent potion weight patch seems to not be enough. Therefore, infinite potions will no longer be seen as a treasure, and players can create a smaller slash weaker version of the potion using only one piece. As well, a pity system will be added so that you can collect pieces to exchange, like the Orzeka costume. For players who already have the potions, we are preparing a special title and have plans to make the potion still feel special, such as an ancient item. So I, being as controversial. Someone, I don't think it's controversial. I, I think the people that are mad about it are, are selfish. 
I, I grinded out both pots myself and I'm 100% okay with them making it easier to get or at least having a pity system where people aren't stuck for 500 hours. Um, just because you did 500 hours doesn't mean that everyone should have to do 500 hours. Yes, it sucks and they should have implemented this sooner, but I still think it doesn't, it doesn't change anything. Now, if they are gonna try to make it a little bit more special, having the completed potion, Giving me a title is not it. <laughs> I don't want a fucking title. <laughs> just give me a couple gold bars. You know, I'll be fine. A couple. Just give me, <laughs> like, you know, 500 billion silver, maybe. And yeah, we'll let me call get, it even. get a couple. <laughs> let me get a couple. Um, I'll, I'll be fine. So, yeah, this is obviously very huge. Uh, we've been having this discussion for, I don't know, like a couple months now, probably. Just kind of on and off every now and then it comes up um you know about the pity system the pot grind um etc cetera, etc cetera. i find it interesting that they say that the reduced potion weight wasn't enough well i, I mean people are saying uh look at th this person sent me an image of a trolley <laughs> look at this hold on i'm gonna post this oh i saw it i saw it i saw uh, it yeah yeah yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah yeah so good yeah. would, would it be fair to the people <laughs> The trolley is already killed to divert it now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> True, dude. Let it kill this next group, man. Fuck. That's actually hilarious. Yeah. Um, um so I, I don't know. I we're pretty much all in agreement, although we have some minor disagreements over the specifics of it, but I think me both me, you, and Nayashi all agree that um you know uh, uh 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 pity parts to the potions is something that they should do um how hard should it be i mean that's the question right and and i not to go on a complete rant that i've already been on but like it doesn't even have to be that low man it can be really high it can be fucking 500 hours which i know a lot of people are gonna be like oh no don't make it fun. like listen just in by dint of having the pity system you're helping so many players mental like honestly um but in terms of like what's the exact number that it should be for balance reasons i have no idea um i think i saw big and shiny i didn't actually read through the post i just saw that he posted it he posted some sort of graph talking about uh how long it should take on reddit um, I don't know if maybe you can pull that up and see if maybe he wrote a TLDR because God knows his posts are always insanely long. Who, who posted it? Big and Shiny on Reddit. I think it was Big and Shiny. I'm pretty sure. There's a post about how long it should take? I think so, if I remember correctly. <laughs> oh, he like calculated, he calculated like the longest and shortest and the average times in which people have been getting the pot pieces and the uh, infinite pots in general like total time and then like looked at how much the pity parts should be like how much hours it should cost something along those lines i just skimmed through it like i said i didn't read through it entirely but uh it's fairly interesting but i don't know if if i had to if oh. i had to just take a shot in the dark yeah i would say maybe i don't know like maybe maybe 300 hours like for the whole the whole pot so yeah. that would be the what that would be like that sounds about like 100? what big and shiny is saying so he's saying i think i i can't remember the exact numbers um let's see what this one says it's like the average pot 
takes uh, he does it by kills I think that the average pot I don't know according to the discord the average pot takes like 60 hours per piece or something like that or 50 to 60 hours per piece I don't know but essentially he's saying that assuming it's a well a reasonable slash well implemented system it would take on average around twice as long to acquire the 100 semi-rare drops compared to getting the straight drop like the compared to the average person so it really wouldn't help the people that get it in a reasonable time it would just be mm -hmm. benefit to the people that are super unlucky which is exactly what it should be also i i like the idea of like well i haven't grinded for the pot piece for a long time but it's like i have 40 things you know so when i do get back to it i'm already like i've progressed a bit like just that feeling of progression i think is like important yes yeah so yeah um I, I mean, I, I'm cool with that. It, it should probably take maybe a little bit longer to get this than what the average player gets, but I don't think it needs to be, like, crazy. I agree so. that, that whatever the average time is to get the, 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 the pot piece by regular drop, it should probably be lower than however long it takes to get it via pity system, for sure. Yeah, on average. So, I just don't know. I don't know what that time is, so I have no frame of reference for what that could be, but... I mean, that just sounds like it should be the case. And we really want to hear those stories about people that get, they have 97 of 100 pieces and then the pot straight drops for them. Oh, yeah. then you get two of them, dude. <laughs> and you get two pieces. Uh, is it better to wait for the, if you want, if you want the pot, I mean, you probably should just grind now. I, cause the thing is, is I do believe that they will add the pity system. I just have no idea how long it's going to take. It's not even on Global Lab, so that means it's not going to be here at least for the next month. We're not going to have it, but probably even longer. So, yeah, I don't know. That's really up to you if you want the pot piece or not. Um, so let's see. Uh, yeah, that that's the potion piece. I also do like that they uh, added that into, that's under the section of like the barrier to entry under like helping newer players. Because mm -hmm. I really do think the pot spots are like super good seasonal grind spots because you get rid of like there's it's like three birds like you get you get raw silver you get a ton of time filled stones for your tuvala stuff plus a chance to get an item that's just going to like benefit you forever like the pot the potion piece spots are really really good like tuvala slash seasonal grind spots i also find it interesting that they mentioned putting in a weaker version of it i still am interested to see what that'll look like yeah, me too. Because I I don't even know how you would do that. I I was trying to think about I, this. I I I still think the best way to do it is what we said before, where it's just a certain amount of uses. That's the only way I could see them doing it. Where it's like, you know, it's not an infinite pot, but it's a pot that's worth like a thousand potions or something like that. What if it's like just you know how the the infinite pot now weighs fifty LT? What if it's like. If you have one piece, it weighs 750 LT. If you have two pieces, it's 500, or it like reduces the weight. I don't know. I, I have no idea what they could do. To me, it doesn't make any sense having a weaker version. I feel like just the pity system is fine. I don't even think they need a weaker version. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I feel like the pity version is enough. What if they're like, what if they in, are in, the small in, pots? In infinite use medium pot. <laughs> Hey, man, what if that is what it is? Oh, no, don't do that. It'd still be nice no. for a PvE, especially with the resource pot. Oh, no. 
And you'd only need pots for PvP. I don't know. Um, yeah, if it's a higher cooldown, then you basically still just need pots. <laughs> that, that's the problem. If it's the weaker version, it's like at least you, it benefits you in PvE. But if you if it's a higher cooldown, then you like... I, I don't know. I feel like higher cooldown's worse. Then you still actually just need pots. So you need like that and normal pots. Um, all right, so ocean content, they said, unfortunately, main focus is node war and siege as well as character reboots. This means that any major ocean content is still delayed for now, but is planned afterwards during the wake, uh, convenience patches will be added for bartering, sea monster hunting and other ocean content. Rollabiss asking players sent a lot of feedback suggestions assures that there'll be a lot of patches for quality of life stuff, um, more character appearance stuff, more quality of life updates. <clears throat> um, the item drop increase. Uh, scroll update on off requires more work. It'll be adding global M as soon as it's done. I wonder what is the holdup with that? Because like this new system is so much more simple. I, I can't figure out why is why they're stuck on it because this system is literally just pausing with a cooldown. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's weird. I get why they delayed the, the Agris version of it, because the Agris version was like, that's really difficult to balance in every spot, because some classes are about to get a, a, a boost, and some classes aren't. So it was like kind of a weird thing. But this one is like, it's, I don't know, it's just a pause button, so it's kind of weird that it's like being delayed so long. Um, Alright, so that, that was kind of their, their open dev talk. Um, is also gonna they talked about adding feedback forums. Um so that'll be interesting. Uh let's see. What else is on this? Um let's just talk about the other little things. Oh, the ghillie suit change. Um they changed their mind on the weird rapid flares thing and went back to just it's gonna say unknown adventure. KR got it last week. I do believe we'll be getting it this week. Um they also made it so you can uh, melt the costumes for Krons, although the amount is kind of odd. So in KR, when they melt a costume, I forget exact. I believe they get blue. Last blue told me like three months ago, they get 420 Kron stones um, for a premium outfit. So for the uh, ghillie suit, they're getting 320. If you mm. melt, if you melt a ghillie suit. Um, but yeah, so 320 cron stones. So if you have an old ghillie or if you feel like, well, now this thing is useless, so you could just get your crons. Uh, your thoughts on that? Do you think there's a good change or should they have should they have gone with the the flares? No, the flares didn't make any sense. The they they just needed to stick with this the whole time. I mean, you could do both theoretically, I guess, because there are still situations in which you want to use flares to like deck someone that flares are annoying to use. So like, sure, quick flare, but the idea that quick flare would be a way to solve the issue of not being able to see a player's nameplate because they have a ghillie suit on, it like that was not a that was not even a feasible fix for that problem. So, uh, so I don't know. You could do both, I suppose. Quick flares could solve that other issue, which would be cool, but not necessary. Not nearly as necessary as needing to see a nameplate, I would say. 
So yeah, good change. Uh, please put it on live uh, immediately. Yeah, I think we'll get it. We should get it this week. Um, I had to do. I had to, so I was doing my RBF daily the other day, and the there were two. This was like prime time, right? So there were a bunch of RBFs going. There was like two or three RBFs in the Gilly Free RBF, but they were under ten minutes, so I couldn't join. Uh, and then there was one RBF that was at like 10 minutes and 30 seconds, but it was in the regular RBF, like the, the Gilly allowed RBF. And I was like, uh, okay, fine, whatever. Like, I'm just trying to do my fucking daily, right. And move on with my life. So I get in there. I'm like, surely there's not going to be that many players wearing Gillies anyway, bro. I swear to God, 50% of that RBF was wearing Gillies. I was like, holy shit, I do not miss this fucking place. That shit <laughs> yeah. is so annoying. You have fucking Novas running around in ghillies. You can't see them until you're already fucking dead. You have ninjas hiding outside of your fucking spawn. It is, it is, it is fucking unbearable. Yep. Uh, all right, so that's coming. Uh, Aukman History Portal is if you've completed the quest line, they're gonna make it so you can tell what portal goes to where, basically by changing the animation. Are the pillars still not showing up for everybody? What pillars? The pillars on the portals. What it's been a problem for a while now. I've noticed a lot of people talking about. It. I don't know if they fixed that or not. The know, pillars, like, aren't loading in for anybody, so apparently it's, like, insanely hard to find portals right now, because normally you would see the, the oh, pillars, pillars way before okay. you saw the orb. People are saying they fixed it. It's back. They're back. Okay, good. God, I wish they made this change two years ago. Because the thing was, <laughs> is, like, they did that quest, and at the time, Black Spirit, or the claw pieces were, like, sitting on buy at min price, like, thousands of them. And then they went sold out, and it was like, well, now it's literally not worth to teleport into there. So I wasted my time doing that quest line, and I have to search for portals anyway. Right. So this is kind of cool that you'll be able to see and not have to go in and escape, escape, start over. You just run by. It'll still likely take a long time to find the right portal, but. Uh, nice QOL. Nice QOL. Nice QOL. So this one, I didn't have time to like look into this. I'm confused by the defeat all 3,000 monsters thing, but they added like new quests um, for the daily. So you can actually have defeating like uh, Ataraxian bosses as, as one of the dailies. So if you're going to go do Ataraxian anyway, you can get a reward. They added um, Shurikens. Looks like is this Cagdoms? I think it's Cagdom, just translated weirdly. And then uh, Sheer Ruins, uh, which is really cool for people that are grinding the pot. The two birds, one stone thing is really nice. Um, but then this one is just defeat all 3,000 monsters. So I, like people are saying you can basically just kill any mob 3, as long mob. as you kill 3,000. Which I guess is awesome if you're going to just go grind. Like if I could just go grind Secrea lower and kill 3,000 Secrea mobs, cool. That way I don't have to go do, but it's like, this is going to hit our server literally right when I'm done. Because this is on Global Labs now, right? So we're not going to get it this Wednesday. We're going to get it Wednesday the 8th, which is two days after you're done if you didn't miss a day. <laughs> mm. uh, which is sad. Well, obviously they shouldn't implement it because you would have already finished by then. So that's not fair to yeah. you. So it's not fair. Don't implement this. This is bullshit. <laughs> No, I implemented so at least lazy people like Reslar can catch up, dude. Yeah, true though. 
Oliver says it'll hit right when I'm starting. <laughs> all right. Um. The all right. So Node War Siege changes. Uh, this is another one. I wish I had more time to look into this before today. So we're we're gonna learn all of this together right now. I have a very very vague understanding of it, but I my understanding yeah. could be wrong. So here we go. Frost for anyone who doesn't know, Frosty is our uh, research and development team. Uh, mm -hmm. He's the one who's supposed to be in charge of knowing all of the things. Uh, him being the white knight, this was an obvious position for him to have. But yeah, you know he he casts one tournament next to Armin IRL, and all of a sudden he's just too good for his day job. You know, it's they usually it's sad. Fax me a summary to help me understand what I'm looking at in these notes. <laughs> I didn't receive my my fax yet. Oh, so it's it's Pearl Abyss's fault, is what you're saying? You're blaming yeah. Pearl Abyss? Well, I didn't have. I wasn't home to receive the fax. Oh, okay, okay. I see, I see, I see. All right. So the concept of liberation in siege battles has been reorganized into a point system. If there are no guilds slash alliances and there are two or more guild slash alliances remaining until the end of Conquest War, the rank is determined according to the remaining durability of the command post slash field command for each guild, the remaining annexes, and the total number of kills deaths during the occupation battle. So they're now going to account for all things in the war. Um, there's going to be like a point system, and that's going to go towards finding out who basically wins, I guess. Um, yeah, the guild slash alliance with the highest ranking wins becomes the lord of the territory, except for the guild alliance um, that this is only in the instance of a, this is only in the instance of a stalemate. So like, um, organized stalemates arguably won't, I mean, they'll probably still be a thing sometimes, but it'll be a lot more difficult. Um, it says, except for the guild alliance that achieved the highest rank among the, the remaining guilds alliances until the end of occupation where the top five guilds slash alliances and the remaining guilds federations receive higher rewards than existing defeat rewards, it can be obtained differentially. So the score that determines the ranking are as follows. So basically, uh, you're going to get a point system and it's going to tally up and keep track of your points throughout the entire siege, just your guild as a whole. Every kill your guild gets is going to receive two points. Every death, you receive one point. For killing a, a command uh, post slash field command, you get 100 points per 1% remaining durability. I don't know exactly what that means. I, I guess like if you kill it from, from full health, uh, when, like when you get the kill, it'll tally up the amount that you actually did to it. So you get more points if you actually killed it from full. But if someone else was dealing damage to it, you'll get less points. I, I'm not sure how they'll keep track of that. Hopefully it's accurate. Oh, it's based on the current HP of your fort? 100 points per 1% remaining durability. Oh, I guess like your... Oh, okay, okay. So your fort is... Your fort has points. Okay, so this is your fort. Not for a kill. Okay, got you. Uh, flimsy barricade. When you kill those, you get 10 points. Normal barricades, 10. Or 20. Iron barricades, 40. Up and up and up. Basically, like, everything has a point value. Flame towers are 800. Watches are 800. Supply depots are 700. Um, ballista workshop large siege tower factory, et cetera, et cetera. So they're all worth points. Everything that your guild does is going to matter. So if you just drop a stick on a territory, um, oh, this is for remaining items. Oh, okay. See, this is why we're learning together. This is why I'm sad that I didn't get a chance to read this <laughs> beforehand. Okay, okay, okay. Scores for each remaining annex type. I got you. Okay, so the more shit that you have up, the more points you get. Got it. Not kill. So the only thing kills wise um, would be enemy kills and deaths. That's it. Okay, got it. This is points if you still have these buildings up. 
Okay. That that actually makes a, a lot more sense. Anyway, so basically if you place a stick and you're not and you don't have anything built around it or if you're defeated, you're going to get a lot less points and be at the bottom of the ranking. Um Yeah. Anyway, uh and then they have like different rankings that shows like what what you get. First place is still kind of the same rewards. Second place is going to actually get more than you were getting if you stalemated before. You'd get 700 mil and 36 medals. Third place is going to get 600 mil, 36 medals. Fourth place would be 500 mil, 36 medals. Fifth place, 400 mil, 36 medals. Sixth place, 300 mil, 36 medals. And then, um, let's see, until the end of the occupation war, guilds, federations with command post field command still remaining would get 200 mil, 250 mil. I think, and 36 medals. And then if you're at the end of the war and you have no command post or command remaining, you'll get 150 mil and 10 medals. So essentially the TLDR of this system is we don't want 25 guilds placing because no one's going to kill them and everyone gets 500 mil. Like if you want to receive more, like a higher amount of, of the reward, you have to actually participate in the battle and keep your stuff alive. Mm. Uh, so your thoughts on this system? Uh, yeah, anything to curb that stupid shit that people are doing. I'm down for it. I don't know if this is going to, like, perfectly solve it, because I feel like there's probably still some room for, like, abuse, maybe. Um, But I don't know. I, yeah. I, change is good, man. I've always been, I've always been an advocate. Like... Just give it to us, and then we'll tell you if it's enough, or if it's not enough, or if it's too much. But yeah, all the fucking, the force stalemating bullshit with 20 fucking guilds, I, I, I don't like it. It's really, you people are gross, and that's what I'm going to say, so I don't insult anyone. Yeah, someone's saying sticks will still be sticks. There will always still be sticks, but this does discourage it a little bit because you have to really think like uh, if you're a GM for a guild that doesn't bring people to war or siege and you're just placing, if you're only placing so your guild can get 150 mil and 10 medals, that 1 billion silver fort is, I don't know. You kind of have to win some wars. Otherwise, that's going to get real expensive real fast. Um, I don't know if, especially like these smaller guilds that really only have like 30, 40 members, it's like, dude, am I, are we really going to use a billion silver in guild funds? So, so 27 people could get a hundred mil. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It, it might not be worth it, but it, the, the thing that it's really trying to prevent more so than the stick placing is the people going and be like, hey, we don't really need to have a fight. Let's just do it for fun skirmish and then go home. This is going to make people be like, no, no, no. I want to perform the best because my guild's going to get way more shit and I definitely don't want to die. So, um, yeah. I, people people underestimate. Like, we, we also, like, we win wars and we still have times where we, like, run out of money. Like, we're like, oh, shit. Like, we got to win some node wars this week because we don't have guild funds. Um, so I don't know if you don't win any wars ever, like a billion silver actually is a lot. Uh, but yeah, anyway, I, I like the idea that it actually encourages fighting and encouraging, encourages your guild to want to do well and to not get killed. Um, 
Yeah, you don't want to die in this new system. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. That's good. I, I think originally when this got talked about, they had like the blue text, you know, the giant wall of blue text a couple Global Lab patches ago. And a lot of people thought they were just removing the rewards for stalemates entirely. And people were like, dude, what the fuck? Like, up, oh, Siege is dead. And then, but this means everyone's still going to get rewards. So people are still going to want to play us and they're still going to be fighting. Siege, I missed Siege yesterday, unfortunately, but like, oh, let me see if I can read, uh, let me see if I could read this without giving away too much. So this was from our GM yesterday. Uh, thank you all for coming to Siege tonight. Hope you had as much fun as I did. Congratulations, top 15 who got Stormtrooper and Azu who had the top 100 kills. Wild Siege tonight. Sieges like this are the reason we're doing Sieges at the moment. That shit was fun. So like that, you, we haven't got messages like that in like <laughs> two years. No one has been hyped about Sieges at the end of Siege. So it's it's like kind of cool to see people actually um, hyped about Siege and having fun in Siege. So Yeah, for sure. Uh, I'm sad I didn't get to go yesterday, but oh well. Um, I think that's it. I mean, uh, that's it for like the recent changes. Uh, we could talk about, um, the nerfs if you're ready. Yeah. Yeah. So kind of an older topic, but we, since we skipped a week, we're behind. Yeah. Um, we, we didn't get to talk about the nerfs last week and now they're officially on our server, the Sage and Nova nerfs. Um, although the Nova nerfs are a little bit different than what was on Global Labs. Are they? Yeah, let me make sure let me make sure I have the numbers right before I say that and then I'm actually wrong. But I'm pretty sure it's a little bit different. Um twelve. Here we go. Yes, so on Global Labs the Nova nerf was it was gonna be a hundred stamina consumed whenever they use um twisted orbit in both normal and Excel. But the one we got on live server, it only uses 50 stamina upon using the skill, but 100 stamina if the skill's on cooldown. So it's a little bit less harsh of a nerf um, on our actual live server for their mobility than it was on Global Labs. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so yeah, they got the stamina nerf. They also got um, their fuse gravity. They don't get their star's breath back as quickly although i talked to a lot of them and most of them still say it's super easy to get it back especially when you come out of excel you still get um extra star's breath for absorbing the excel um fuse gravity um plus they have their their other skill i forget the key combo um but the the new skill that was added when all the classes got skills that gives them 10 percent that they can spam so it's not like that big a deal getting getting their star's breath up um but then the Sage nerfs hit, uh, Bolt is now super armor. It does actually, then we got the cooler animation, so it doesn't look goofy. Yes, um, thank God. Holy shit. And then the Lightning Prison Flow Interrogate. I wasn't at Siege yesterday. Did anyone notice, like, was it a, a difference, like, not being hit by uh, Sages? Were they still able to hit you through the walls with Lightning Prison? Did anyone test I'd... this out? They fixed that a while ago, didn't they? No, no. This was this patch. I thought it was last patch. Nope. It was it was this patch. I'm looking at the note from Wednesday. Um, yeah. So I I don't know. Like uh, overall, I I like the change. Uh, that they got. I was like I was watching some sages duel. I was like having uh some of my friends. I was dueling with them and watching them duel some other people. And it was like, 
it didn't make uh, that big of a difference. Like there's instances where now they get, they still take some damage. Like if they're really low and they're trying to get away, they're still at risk. They might die while running. Um, they get slow debuffed, which can change uh, the fight a lot, especially like in Guardian versus Sage. And then in large scale, like they just, they can't sit in the middle. They just can't anymore. Um, they can't just sit in there like iframing around dealing damage. They, they're like getting whittled down really quickly if they're in there too long. Um, but you've been playing Sage, so what what are your experiences with it? Yeah, uh, it doesn't seem to be that big of a change. It's pretty much exactly what you said. Like, it, it's not that much of a difference, uh, aside from you can't just run around inside of balls anymore. Um, you know, like, Sork. Um, uh, do Sork next. Um, so it's, uh, I think it's a good nerf. I, I, I'm yet to see if it's enough. Um, I definitely feel the lightning prison, uh, nerf, because even with, like, I changed the add-ons, because people were like, well, you could still basically get the same damage by just changing your add-ons. Uh, no. No, you cannot. It definitely is doing less damage than it did previously. It still does good damage. I'm not saying it doesn't do damage, but it definitely does not burn as fast as it did previously, which is a good thing. Um... My yeah. number one issue is with my shit internet, I keep getting CC'd out of bolts. Constantly. I get knocked down out of it, I get bounded out of it, 24-7. I don't know if there's, like, a small gap or something, or if it's just my internet being my internet. But, goddamn, is it infuriating to be constantly getting CC'd out of this skill that is supposed to be SA. But... Aside from that, it, it's really not that big of a change. You have to play more on the outskirts than before. You can't run in the middle of the ball. You have to play... If I had to liken it to another class, I would say maybe something like... I don't know, maybe like a, a Awakened DK, where you're kind of trying to sit on the outskirts and throw your shit in instead of going like straight to the center. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, do you think people should roll off of it? Was it that bad that it's like, well, what's the next class? Oh, I mean, your 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 rerollers are obviously going to do that. Um, they're probably going to go to Nova. In all honesty, um, because Nova is just free as fuck right now. Uh, dude, it's sad too, because like if you're a Nova and you saw this nerf, you're like, oh, like okay, cool. They they nerfed us a little bit. That'll make a difference, but we're still gonna be. We're still going to be pretty good. And then, but now they got to worry about all the sages that are coming over to Nova. Yeah. Yeah. So they're definitely going to reroll. As for like the dedicated sage people, I don't think that they're going to. If you're, if you were playing sage because you enjoy it, not because it's OP, I, I don't think there's any way you reroll off of it because of this. It's still going to be really strong. You're going to have to adjust your play style a little bit. But, uh, yeah, I think the people who are playing Sage because they genuinely enjoy it are going to continue playing it. All of the re-rollers are going to immediately jump ship to Nova or whatever else ends up being busted as shit. Yeah. Whatever the reworks give us. <laughs> whatever Dude, the reworks give us. That's what we need. We need a, a pool. Like, what, what class post-reworked are going to be like the, oh my god, this class is insane now? Uh, Ninja. You think Ninja? I would I would put money on it. I oh, would shit, put dude. fucking money on it. Ninja, huh? I wish it wasn't so far away. I'm never going to remember to check back. 
Let's see. <laughs> what class will be most busted post reworks? Reslar says ninja. I'm gonna say you're gonna have to, gonna have to ask Nayashi in the chat. Here, I'll yeah. I'll message him. <clears throat> I'm gonna say it's gonna be a ranged class. Uh, maybe I don't know, dude. What about Tamer? I I feel like Tamer getting AOE buffs is actually so scary. <laughs> Even though I know they need them, but it's like, oh my god, that class is about to be so scary, dude. Tamer is about to be just a completely different. Oh my god, I don't even know, dude. Oh yeah, that's the other thing. Like Strikers and Mystics are getting reworked. Uh, my vote is on Striker. Yeah. All right. Now she's typing in the chat right now, so let's see what he has to say. Yeah, I'm voting Striker. I bet you he says. I bet you he says. Yeah. I knew he was gonna say. I knew he's gonna say Warrior. Well, he said Warrior's oh, too easy to make busted. One wrong update to a skill and it's over the top. And then he said that being said. And now we're waiting on oh, further yeah. deliberation. <laughs> All right. I, I, I'm on the edge of my seat here. I, uh, um, please say Musa. It'd be so funny. Please say Musa. <laughs> please say Musa, Nayashi. Please say Musa. Ah, oh, he said not warrior. fucking it's I warrior. Was gonna... Dude, I with how much he fucking hates warriors, bro. I I knew he was gonna say that shit, man. I knew it. Alright. That man hates warriors. I'm pinning this message to myself. So I have it as a reference. Um Dude, Sork is gonna be scary too after reworks if they get any better. Oh my god. Yeah, dude, they're going to give Sork a grab. <laughs> they're going to give Sork a Corsair a grab. Uh, one small thing, Ocean's Allure, which is the spacebar skill on, um, on Corsair. They actually changed the attack range to match the skill effect, so now it does damage in PvE, which actually helped their PvE a lot. Um, uh -huh. Not saying it's like super good or high on PvE now, but it definitely is not kuno level it's like it's actually like better than kuno now so feels kind of uh, nice. also that anchor does way too much damage oh, holy shit go. yeah it, it Bro, that anchor collapsed dude yeah it's really good against black star armor especially <laughs> dude you're gonna look me in my dumb fucking face it and does tell good me that, that no, anchor it, does not collapse it does it does good damage for sure that that it that skill is seismic but ranged. You gotta just stand with your buddies so that way it has split damage. <laughs> Cause split damage makes all skills useless. I've been told that forever. Um How are you uh everyone are you, everyone's uh, really feeling? upset with what you're saying right now. <laughs> what I'm sure they are. How are how are you feeling on uh Awaken Corsair? Hold on, I have now to, I have to mute had it you. For a while. I have to mute you for the rest of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, dude, I I think it's it's really good. I think in like some matchups for one v one, it struggles hard, but I think it's pretty good in large scale. And uh, 
it's interesting it's like the first class i've seen released that at, at the awakening version not suck the awakening version i'm just talking about awakening right now um where it's been nerfed every week not buffed which is kind of interesting for pvp anyway uh it's also uh i don't know though i feel i think it feels pretty good like I don't think they could change too much on it right now without making it either too weak or too strong. So, um, Succession's though a whole nother story. I know a lot of people are frustrated with Suck because it's just like in iframe for so long right. in, in like big fights. Um, Suck Corsair's like actually kind of cracked. So. Yeah, man, when Corsairs want to leave, man, you cannot stop them. Yeah, that Rebomb's kind of nuts, dude. It is very difficult to stop a Corsair from walking away or swimming away from you, I suppose. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's basically like like in Node War. The thing is, is like in Node War, you just kind of rotate your whale skills, then disengage, wait. Rotate your whale skills, disengage, wait. And it's like, as long as you're fighting with people... Uh, it's pretty good like against like lower end guilds or guilds that are a lot more unaware like they actually just let Corsair solo dive them and kill their entire guild sometimes but um against like really good guilds you have to fight with your team or you just get blown up but it's like it's really strong i don't know it's super strong it's like a legitimate like frontline class right now um because it kind of has everything that you talk about right it, like it has mm -hmm. protected engage protected damage uh, iframes like in between the damage so it can like you know mitigate some of the damage and slows and debuffs that it's gonna get and then a uh, super 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 protected disengage to get right back out it has like everything you need for a melee class to like go in deal damage get out and 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 a grab don't forget that most important problem. no no suck doesn't have a grab Suck. Oh, sucks. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. This sucks. sucks. This sucks. sucks. Sorry. Now, Awakening is a little bit. Awakening. The thing is with Awakening is, um, it's a lot easier to CC Awakening, and the and the pre-awakened skills don't flow together nearly as well, and right. the cooldowns on all of them are a lot longer. But Awakening is like ten times better. I don't agree. I I actually. Like, well, it has a grab, so it's oh, just right, like right. immediately. True. It's way way yes, way better true, true true it's at least a hundred if not a thousand times better than suck because it has a grab so it's a free win class that is true actually dude i when you do land that grab it's there's something special about it dude like people are just oh they feel bad they feel ashamed they start playing worse after that dude i've noticed recently i don't know how i've never noticed this kid before but there's some musa that i i see often in rbf Every time he gets grabbed, he starts spamming this quick chat that says, nice grab, very skillful. <laughs> yeah. I love grabbing that man. That shit is so fucking funny. <laughs> I just, like, I just see the rage. It's so amazing. I fucking love it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, I think it's a good example of, uh, just because you have grab doesn't mean it's a free win. But of course, we don't want to talk about that. So, well, you have four grabs. Um, I do. I do have four grabs. And guess what? Guess what? I guess what I just learned earlier today. Speaking of grabs that need to be fucking nerfed, guess what I just learned earlier today. What? Lawn grab has a lower cooldown than my shortest grab. My lowest cooldown grab. 
Yeah, long what drop cooldown's not not very long. Dude, the cooldown is shorter than the range. <laughs> For sure. What the hell, bro? Why? Why? Why is that class? Hello? That shit's wild, bro. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. Uh, dude, that would be so cool if the rework did nerf all the grab cooldowns, honestly. Uh, that would be God. neat. I, I doubt that happens, though, but... Doubt it, too. I mean... God, please, please, please. We've been in agreement for a long time that grab cooldowns need to go up. Um, of course, there's probably a lot of other changes that need to be made if you do that, but I, I think it would be healthy for the game. I think both me, you, and Nayashi have been saying for a while now that the, the cooldowns need to go up on grabs in general. Yeah. Um, Alright, well, I think that that's mostly it. Uh, did you watch the tournament yesterday? So I watched the beginning of it. Uh, I did have to check out at a certain point. Whenever I, I messaged you in the group chat, that's when I, I stopped watching because uh, I was going over to a friend's place for the night. Um, but yeah, I, I watched the beginning of it. And man, you, you're doing good out there. You're looking good. You're looking snazzy. Thank you. What did you think of the actual competition? What did you think of the... Did you... Did you which matches did you see? Uh, so I started tuning in at, uh, the beginning of the ha 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 fights. Cause I, I just kept laughing to myself that, uh, Armin wouldn't just call them team ha ha, which would be a lot easier. He was really committing to like the five ha ha's every time he said it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then I stopped watching. When did I stop watching? I don't remember. I think I stopped watching in Hunter's fights. I think if I remember correctly. Um, but yeah, the fights are cool. I like the I like the setup of having it be in sets. That's that was really cool. Uh I don't believe they've ever done that before. Someone feel free to correct me if I'm wrong, but I really like that part of it. Um and yeah, good fights, good PvP all around. Um Hello? Yeah. Awesome. No, I'm, I'm, I, well, I'm, I'm thinking about uh, people are upset with this. Frosty? Oh, am Frosty I muted? Me? Oh, whoops. I muted myself too. Um, what? <laughs> by accident. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Like it, I, I really, really enjoyed the format. I thought it was super fun. I, I liked the band pick thing just to see like, cause yeah, it, it yeah, added yeah. strategy to the team that I thought was super fun to watch and, and it makes it so you get to like see the different matchups. Um, I don't know. I, I thought it was actually really cool. Um, seeing the different matchups was kind of fun, seeing how different people play against different people. And then also getting that, that being able to watch the one V ones also was kind of cool. Cause you get like a chance for one person to be a hero, you know? Um, right. but in that last match for those people who didn't see it, um, it goes down to the one V ones is team ha 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 versus, um, Murdios. And Divios goes up first in the 1v1s and he beats Quicksword pretty handily. Like he kind of beats him like really fast. And then him and Flannels have like an epic fight and Flannels beats him. And then now it's like, okay, crap. You have, you have Mac and then Vert is last. So Mac comes up next and it's like, well, Mac against Flannels technically fav favored for Sork. But the thing is, is 
flannels is flannels so he's yeah, insane flannels, and i'm like exactly oh my god is... and their first yeah. match is so epic and like just like skilled and like no mistakes that it actually like times out and they have a draw and have to fight again like that's how like insane it was and then in the next fight mac wins it i think by hp on the timer um i think he deals damage at the end he actually lands a cc on mac and he tries to kill him with just the KD so Mac can't V by using Wailing Wind. And um, Mac gets up with like fucking like no HP left. And then he still has a little bit of time left on his E buff. So he starts just throwing damage, chips uh, flannels down, and then like the clock like drops and it's like literally like a 1% HP difference. So Mac wins. And then Mac's against Suck Nova and it's Reezy. And Reezy is just an insane player. To begin with and like you know how sork is in that matchup like that's that's a rough mm. one for sork because you have they don't really have a fully protected combo that's going to deal enough damage to nova um plus right. nova can just sit and block plus the whole time they're going for cc attempts the pawns are just after you uh it, it was crazy so mac is sitting there chipping him down they actually both cc'd each other a couple times during the fight i can't remember if they both v'd off the top of my head but it was just like, it, it comes down to the wire. They're both like at, um, they both like do damage to each other and uh, Reezy's at like 40% health or whatever. And I think they both cap back to 50%, but Reezy is using, I don't think he realized, I mean, maybe he realized, maybe he didn't. I don't know, I'd, ha I'd have to ask him. But he's using the gargoyle skills uh, and it seems like not realizing that they do damage to yourself. So that was the difference. So Mac won on the clock because the gargoyles hurt Reezy and lowered his mm. percent. Maybe he was just banking on him getting some damage out that would, like yeah, he would he do tried... more damage than he would take from the skills sort of thing. So I had saying that Reezy said in the Discord that he had a bleed on him and then uh, Mac went into double nightmare so he had to cast something to try to do some damage when he came out of nightmare. Plus... But it was just like, it was down to wire. It was so close. It was like actually epic. And then Mac ended up winning it. But dude, the, did you see the prizes? They each got a fucking Alienware laptop on that I team. did not see the prizes. I didn't get dude. to watch the finals, so. Yeah, they each got an Alienware laptop, like 10,000 pearls. It, it was like actually kind of a nutty prize pool. Um, oh, yeah, man. Anyway, overall, the tournament was fun. I really liked the format a lot. I hope that they do that format again in the future just on trial gear and not tuvala because i don't know tuvala it's another instance for me where it feels like it, it it's a lot more limited on the people signed up because of um how many people like are just not going to participate in seasons at all like there's just so many people that are like well i already graduated or i i'm not going to sit there and play like my class and grind it up again like all, all that stuff so I think right. trials trials just opens the door to let way more people participate. So hopefully in the future they do a uh, trial only three v three. But for me personally, like that that format was really fun because you get to see even though it's like just one matchup, like one three v three, you get to see so many different variations of the matchup, and they're all like best of three. So it was like the first three sets were two v two, best of three with band picks, and then the fourth set was a. Uh, king of the hill basically and then the last set is just a standard 3v3 so it, it was incredibly fun dude i don't know i i liked watching it a lot um 
anyway that tournament was awesome it was super cool they did it it was really fun uh commentating with armin he's a he's a professional so that was that was really cool um and yeah the the pearl abyss people are the the employees there are very very kind the cms and gms are awesome i also didn't realize that the entire team is in the office so the office is like pretty huge but they have like the mobile team is there the na mobile team the na console team everything so it was like kind of oh, weird really? walking in and seeing like some of these people from the console streams that I've seen before. I'm like, oh shit. I didn't know they were all in here. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, I didn't expect that. Yeah. I didn't either. It's also like a super nerd like paradise. You know, they have like, they have like a nice kitchen. They have like a little uh, like gaming arc arcade section with like a Nintendo Switch set up on a TV. Um and then it's just like computers everywhere you know like like out, they all are like gaming computers normally you walk through like an office with like cubicles and you just see like a fucking crt monitors still you know? <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> but this is just like all flat screen monitors with like gaming rigs with fucking led lights and shit it, it was it was kind of nuts it was it was pretty cool but yeah everyone was very nice very accommodating um I, I, I liked it. And dude, like one thing people might not, I, I know a lot of people think that the GMs and CMs don't actually play BDO or care about BDO, but it's really funny to sit next to some people like just eavesdropping and like when they're on break or they're eating lunch, they're literally just talking about BDO shit. And like, oh, what class they play or they ran into this, what happened in their game. It's like they're literally sitting there nerding out about BDO shit as if they didn't work for Pearl Abyss. Right. It, it was actually like kind of kind of cool to see. I did now for me personally, I don't know how the console people enjoy the game, <laughs> but but the others legitimately sounded like they actually. They, the I game. mean, they still enjoy it, just at a inferior frame rate. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Anyway, it it was pretty cool. So, uh, that was a really fun experience. I hope I get like uh, I hope I get to do something again with them in the future because that that was actually really awesome. Hell yeah, dude. GM Frosty win, man. No, no. Uh, dude, they did say that they would be down to hear some of my feedback. They said if we had more time, we'd love to like get some of your feedback on some random things. And I was like, dude, I'm down. Ask me. Ask me anything. Yeah. Listen to this podcast. <laughs> I teach you how to buff Kuno. Dude, that was the other thing is one a random GM was like, oh, hey, man, like uh, I listen to the podcast every week. And like, if oh, I really? said, dude, this was the other weird thing too, right? Cause like none of the, like, I don't know any of the people I'm meeting them all for the first time. And then on right. top of that, like, I don't know what they know about me either. Like, I, I have no idea what like context they have about me or who I am, but it was funny. Like, um, I was randomly talking to Armin about casting and how like you cast too. And then like, uh, oh, like uh, just a random, like other cm was like oh yeah no like wrestler is really good too i think he's like a good caster i'm like that's so funny that you know wrestler like I, you know what i mean like it was just so so yeah. weird it was like such a weird experience and then when i met like the the ceo of the na office their ceo he's like this older asian dude super professional and super kind but like having this like he was like hey so frosty like it's so nice to meet you like i i'm so glad you're here it's really cool that you're here and i was like it was just such a surreal like weird experience you know right <laughs> i was like dude i don't even know i can't believe you even know me but i'm super glad to be here too <laughs> 
Yeah, so how was the actual, uh, and like, I, I don't know if maybe they have you under NDA for any of the, the shit you saw or whatever, but like, how was like the, the studio and stuff? Like, you had a big room that you and Narman sat behind, or was it all fake? No, like, it so, apparently was last time, or like, so how'd they do it? They did it at a different, a completely different place last time. Um, okay. This time, they actually changed what they said was a storage closet, but it was a pretty big, like, room that they soundproofed and put up those wood panels. Like everything you saw I, on that no, screen. I, I like the idea that you casted this tournament in a storage and it was in a It was in a broom <laughs> closet, yeah. I ca we casted the tournament in a broom closet. But um, oh, no. everything you saw in the, in the cast was like actual, an actual room. There was no CGI for this at all. So oh, not, that's like cool. Bringing up an image. Like, all of that, they actually, like, built it. They built, like, the wood panel wall. Oh. Oh. That file size is too large. Come on, dude. Why? Uh, Discord, please. All right. Uh, anyway, uh, I have it up on stream. I don't know why it's not letting me share it with you. Oh, here, let me do, like, a imager link. Nope, that file size is too large there, too. Okay. Anyway, everything there was new. Or, or, I mean, not new, but everything there was real. Like, so this is what it looked like. You didn't get to see, like, above the lights and stuff. But um, what you saw there is, like, and there was, like, actual, like, cameras or whatever were facing. Um, these were, like, the cam the cameras were in front of us. And that that part was hard. Like, I was like, dude, I have good vision with my glasses on. But the TV mm -hmm. still felt a little bit too far where I'm like, dude, I like can't because I was on the right and Armin was on the left and the TV that we were watching everything on was the one on the left. So it was kind of far from where I was. And I was like, dude, I can't I can't see everything. <laughs> like, Is that why you kept asking if Quicksort would uh, cube buff? I was like, did he cube off? I can't see the buff bar, man. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, dude, did he even cube up? I know, people got so mad at me about that. It's like, dude, you're going to miss some things. It's chaotic, man. Jesus. Uh, yeah, so so were you watching... So you were basically just watching the same point of view as what like we as the as audience all were the seeing What on you that guys saw, I also saw. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so you weren't like running around in the arena on your own character, like getting a different angle on things. Yeah. Um. Okay. Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> I'm like such a, st I was like, dude, I, I need to make sure, like, it sucked that Armin was clipping. I think they didn't have compression or something. So Armin, because, you know, his range, he's like, he starts off, like, when we're he talking so and analyzing excited. stuff. Yeah, yeah, he's like normal volume. And then, like, when he gets hyped, he's he's screaming. So they had, had hey, that compression. Dude, but it happened, dude. It it is a very easy problem to have as yeah. a play-by-play. -play. I also have that problem a lot of times. You just get really fucking hyped when shit goes down, and then everyone gets mad at you because you're being loud. Yeah, but overall, the energy it was fun, man. It it was like actually super fun. Hell yeah. Um. So how far fun. away was it from where you like you live? So technically distance wise it's not that bad it took it took me it would take like an hour maybe an hour and 15 minutes to get there with no traffic but i okay. we went there for friday to kind of discuss and meet and have food and then like um like rehearse a little bit and explain like how it's gonna go and the order of stuff and all that right but mm -hmm. 
because it was Friday and I was like, well, cause they, they offered like, oh, you could stay in a hotel. And I'm like, yeah, but I, I live like pretty close. Like it's super weird to stay here when I'm like, my home's right there, you know? Right. <laughs> but that drive home was during fucking rush hour. It took me two hours and 45 minutes to get home Friday night. Oh, you're off. But yesterday, because it was Saturday, there was not as much traffic, so it took like an hour and thirty minutes or something. So it wasn't right, very, it quick. wasn't bad. And then in the morning, both days to get there, like was pretty quick too. It was like an hour fifteen. Well, that's nice. So yeah, it was it was like pretty close. Um, yeah, but it was in a it's in a cool area. It's in uh and like the weather there is like cool because they're like somewhat near um the coast, so. It was like a lot cooler than where I live. And uh, I don't know. Like overall, it was just cool. Very, very cool place. Very accommodating. It was like also awkward. Like, so when I met Delph, uh, GM Delph, it was like, I, I'm like, hey, like it was my first time walking up. Like he's standing next to Armin and I'm like, hey. And they're like, he was like, that's so weird. Like I've heard that voice. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. I was, I was like, I know. It's like actually kind of weird. And Delph sounds to me, he sounds like, uh, you you know Noah from Clash. Like his voice sounds like Noah yeah. so much to me. So it's like weird hearing him talk in person and in like anytime we do like voice chat or whatever because he sounds like Noah so much. That's funny. Um. Anyway, so yeah, that was the, I don't know, I don't know what else to say about it, but it was super fun, cool place. Well, we gotta, um, we gotta talk about how you're you're and technically it's not really but it, basically your your face reveal was on a live stream of the actual official game account casting in a uh, officially sponsored tournament dude uh-huh still don't have a camera for your stream though i just don't have i just don't have a camera <laughs> just don't have one how uh you know how was uh how was that were you nervous at all anything like that being on camera IRL I wasn't nervous at all about being on camera I was more like I actually wasn't nervous really at all and just randomly like midway through I like started getting nervous and I don't even know why I, I <laughs> like I couldn't really explain it um but I yeah I wasn't really nervous about the camera at all and and I wasn't really nervous I was more nervous about like the transitions between parts, you know? Mm, mm -hmm. Um, but, and I was also I nervous because we were supposed to have the way it was scheduled. We were going to do semifinals, one five minute break, semifinals, two, five minute break, third, fourth place match, 20 minute break. But instead we did semifinals, one, no break, semifinals, two, no break, semifinals, three, 10 minute break. And I was like, uh Oh, what's happening <laughs> right we need some breaks um but the players are like ready quick dude that's the one thing about this tournament from the beginning to the end like dude they like just went through it felt like way less waiting than in the other tournaments which i think is both good for the players and the viewers like just not having to sit there and wait forever i think makes a big difference in the quality of a tournament the amount of right. downtime in the best in class tournament was like kind of crazy yeah, there was quite a bit of it. So, it definitely seemed like it was moving a lot faster this time. I think that's I think that's just they're getting better, you know, cuz the more they do it, the more they are going to realize what they need to do, you know, how to shorten this thing up, how to make this a little bit like quicker. So, you know, put a person here, put a person there, have a person do this, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. 
they'll get better as they go on which i mean i yeah. think we said that after the very first tournament like hey give them some slack they'll get better as they go and they definitely are yeah someone's saying what about when you got left alone because armin had to go so armin tried to power through because they offered us like a break but to the between the second semifinal and the third fourth place match but then he had to i think actually for me i can't remember which one it was like if it was during the finals or at the I think it was during the finals but yeah he basically just had to pee he was like chugging water because of his voice and then he had to pee really bad right. so he got up and i had to like man the fort for a bit but i here so here's oh some... boy you had to play by play no no not play by play it was between oh, rounds so okay. I, had to, I had to kill time but here's i thought um... you were saying you had to play by play i was no, like no, dude no, no, frosty no. play by play is uh <laughs> but i can't i can't fault him for that because in the very beginning i also left uh, for anyone who saw like the very first round, I also left for like one, one and a half of the matches. And, uh, that, that was the most nervous that I was through the whole tournament because we get through the first two, two V twos. And then in the second two V two, this is super inside baseball. I'm sitting there and I'm like, uh Oh, I have to take an emergency shit so <laughs> badly like i'm not even kidding you that is why i left i had the worst emergency shit my body <laughs> completely my body completely disrespected me and completely betrayed me in that moment i was like I, i'm sitting there during the 2v2 part and i'm like all right this isn't that bad i'll just wait we're gonna get a 10 minute break after this series anyway and then all of a sudden it was like oh, no this shit's coming now like i gotta get the fuck up now or armin is going to hate working with me forever and ever and ever i was like god fucking damn it dude and you know what's so crazy is i had so we started the cast at like 1 p.m i took a shit before i left my house so I was like, oh, I literally said to Miss Frosty, so glad I got that out of the way. That would suck to have to go during the cast. And we just laughed about it like it's nothing. I go, I have to stop at Target for something before I get to the cast. So plenty of time to shit there. I get there. We're like sitting around uh, waiting for lunch. Uh, don't have to shit there. Feel totally fine. And then we start the cast. First match, feel totally fine. Second match, I'm like, uh-oh, what's happening? My body, my stomach is like, yeah, I could just feel shit moving around in there. It was awful. So I get out. It was so funny. I get out. We start oh. the cast. So I wait. I wait until we get into the match. So that way I'm not like on camera when I get up. I wait till we get in the match. I tap Armin. I'm like, so sorry. I'll be right back. I go. I walk outside of the studio to where the producer is. And I was like, he has this look on his face like, dude, what are you doing? He's like, like, he was like, why are you up? He looked so sad and concerned. Like the whole show was ruined. <laughs> like he looked so disappointed and I felt oh, so bad. I was like, and I didn't even want to sugarcoat it. Cause I just wanted like, I, you need like a key to the restroom. I was like, I'm sorry. It's an absolute emergency. I need a bathroom key now, like now, now, now. <laughs> and like, so they give me the key and I like run to the bathroom and it was just fucking like, just explodes out of me like a shotgun dude just boom, boom just all of it at once i was like oh my god this is the worst fucking time ever i cannot believe this is happening to me and then i run back i waited until he started oh, no. doing play by play for like the next match and then go and sit down but that was like even though that moment sucked and i hated that i had to get up after it when i sat down there was this relief like oh that's over 
Like, this is going to be good now. Oh, Here we go. No. <laughs> so there you go. There you go. That's uh, the case of the missing Frosty in the first, in the first series. <laughs> I had a... So all that to say, Armin was justified in having yeah. to go pee. All Armin had to do was pee because he drank too much water. He, his body didn't absolutely disrespect <laughs> him like mine did, okay? Yeah. It was it was oh rough. You guys are God. welcome for the play-by-play. -play. Listen, I'm only human. It probably was like it, the shit didn't make any sense. Like when it came and when I had to go and like I had been eating like pretty healthy for the whole like seven days. I wasn't eating any like junk food. I and so, like the whole seven days leading up to it. I, so it made no sense that I had like an emergency shit like that. So I guess it just was nerves that I didn't even realize were there because I didn't even feel nervous that's the thing that's so weird like going into it like i remember like one of the sam's asked me like oh are you nervous i was like actually like i'm not like i don't even feel like a little bit nervous i'm like excited and your body was yeah but my body was like oh nah motherfucker you're nervous <laughs> you're real fucking nervous i was like am i i was like shit i guess i am it's like no nah, let me show you let me show you just how nervous you are motherfucker and someone like, asks you are you nervous you're like no not really surprisingly your body's like you should be <laughs> yeah you may not be nervous about casting but you're gonna be nervous about shitting on tv <laughs> So it was just, I, I, my body betrayed me. I was so mad at myself. Oh, shit. I don't think it was food poison. No, it couldn't have been food poison because I didn't feel any like illness or sickness or anything. It was just like a quick, like one minute before I had to go. I was like, oh my God, I got to go. And then after I went, it was like nothing. It was like totally fine the rest of the day. So. Oh my God. Yeah. It was, uh, it was crazy. You like my hair? Thanks, dude. I yeah, dude, I like the hairdo, man. I'm growing it out my whole life. You just you just committed, eh? Yeah, I'm just say I just shave it down, shave it down, shave it down. That's it, you know. Honestly, I I started doing the same thing recently. I don't have it like that low, but I just take some fucking clippers, put a guard on it, and just run it over because I'm tired of paying like twenty bucks every single like fucking month for <laughs> someone to make my hair look barely better than what I can do. Wait, so you cut it yourself? Yeah, I just buzz that shit. Dude, where do you buzz? Because, like, I, I feel like buzzing your hair is, like, such a annoying task because I don't have, like, a place to buzz it where it's, like, not going to just make a mess. Uh, Yeah, I just I just do it in the bathroom and then vacuum afterwards. Um, I try to – I put a uh, – I put <laughs> a uh, – like, a little Walmart bag in the sink and try and make it fall in there, but obviously it's not all going to because you're buzzing your whole goddamn head. Yeah. So, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Maybe just, I'll have Miss Frosty just, stand behind me with a vacuum cleaner, and she'll catch it as it falls off my head. Dude, my I used to go to a barber a long time ago who literally had it. Their clippers had a vacuum attached to it, oh my so God. It, as they cut your hair, it would get sucked into the vacuum. Yeah, the reason why it's borderline still, even though it, you guys are right, like everyone's saying it, haircuts are expensive because especially if you're keeping it short, it's like you have to go back so often. Yes, but yes. Just the amount of cleanup and how to, and it's also like, dude, I don't think it's, maybe I just am not practiced enough, but it's hard to hit every part of your head. Oh no, definitely. I, I had my, uh, I had my dad take a look afterwards and be like, hey, can you just check to make sure I didn't fucking miss anything? And yeah, I, I missed a little bit. He's like, like there. he's like, nah, Reslar, you still have a Nike swoosh on the back of your head. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, see, but I wear a hat like 24-7, basically, anyways. So that's another reason why I decided to stop paying money for it is because I don't give a shit what my hair looks like because I wear a hat everywhere. So, yeah. Anyway, yeah, that's a uh, it's good luck for you, man. You rock it. You look good. Divio assistant chat said, "Yeah, it's same for me. His body just wants to go, dude. You got man that tournament. I loved those two teams. I wish it went all the way down to the the last three v three in the finals, but." Like, at least we got to see the 1v1s and just the amount of skill across, like, the players in that finals is actually nuts, dude. I don't know. It was crazy. It, it was it was super fun to watch, man. I, I was, I was, I thought Murdios was screwed in the 1v1s, Divios, when you went down, because I was just like, I don't know how a Sork takes out a Nova, and I don't know how, like, I know it's possible for a Lawn, but I still think it's incredibly fucking difficult. Um... I, I still think like even though it's like lawn, yeah, you have the grab and everyone thinks you could just grab, but it's like um I don't know. It's kind of crazy. Oh yeah, lawn dude, but Derm kept playing yeah, Derm kept playing aggressive. Yeah, he's saying like Sork a passive Sork could be anyone with the HOA HP rules. But Derm was like not I don't know, he didn't like look like he was playing for time very like too often. Um yeah, this, dude, people are so weird, man. Like the whole community is like, like half the community is like, Sork is trash, can't do anything, useless class. And then the other half's like, dude, this class is so busted. What are we going to do? It's a very balanced class that can literally just not be hit if it doesn't want to. Yeah, and the V thing, dude, the V thing. Anyway. Yeah, that's I feel like that's kind of like the monster like lurking behind these tournaments. I I really wish they would fix that. I I hate that, honestly. Yeah. It's 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 actually crazy. Yeah. Hopefully maybe if we give them some feedback and tell them like, "Hey, the V thing, could you please fix it?" You know, they'll Dude, fix it I know they do another tournament. at least as far as NA feedback, like I know Armin brings it up a lot. He hates the V sniffing. I, I think a lot of the GMs and CMs, so it's like literally just up to KR to implement a change of some sort because, like, it, it's like definitely well known there, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's definitely well known. Well, and I don't know why it hasn't been addressed, but it, it definitely like takes a lot of. I mean, that second chance is what's exciting, like, I mean, that second it, chance it, is exciting yeah. to watch. For and, sure. And it's important. I think it's important that if you fuck up one time, you get one, like, save, essentially, where you could try to make a comeback, you know? Yeah. It, I think that's super important for competitive, uh, for something that's com competitive. But <clears throat> it, it might just be a thing of, like, there's not a lot of people, like, pressuring them or, like, talking about it because, so, first of all, you have the percentage of people who pvp in this game which isn't everyone i think it's a lot of people but it's not everyone then you have the percentage of people that care about something like that deep into the balance talks which is an even smaller portion of the people who pvp then you have the group of people that care that much about balance that they would care about something like that and specifically in regards to the tournaments which is an even smaller percentage of people so i don't know i i, I think it's probably 
just a thing where it's like not a lot of people talking about it. So it may have been brought up to them as like a, hey, this is something that needs to be fixed. But then they go and, and look at what people are saying and it's not that that they're talking about, you know? I don't know. Yeah. <clears throat> I hate the V sniffing, but I hate the timer more. Uh, I don't I don't mind the matches that much being decided by timer. I mean, it does suck sometimes with like, like kind of what Divius mentioned, how a sort could kind of cheese it a little bit, but... For the mm. most part, the timer... I don't know, dude. I, I actually liked the arena closing in. I know not everyone did, but I actually thought the arena closing in added this crazy, like, gauntlet style you have to just murder each other. I, yeah, I really I liked think, that. Yeah, the, the, the arena closing in, I think it's not... <laughs> which I know this is, like... I know this is so, like, counterintuitive, but I don't think it's a balanced... I think it's pretty imbalanced towards specific classes, but man, is it fun. Like, it's just fun, man. It, it's a cool thing that happens. And like, I know some classes get fucked out of it and that sucks, but like, yeah, but they don't start in the small circle. It makes things interesting. It makes things fun. So you can play, you can play differently until the small circle is the thing. Like, even if you have an advantage yeah. in the circle, of your class, like you still have the other two and a half minutes of your fight. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I think at a certain point, like, it sucks for certain classes that feel like they might get fucked by making the circle smaller, but, man, is it fun to watch. It's fun to see those fights happen when it gets down to that point. It's exciting. It's, like, it fucking makes your heart race whenever shit goes down like that. You see people constantly, like, going in and out of it accidentally. They V out into the gas and then have to try to come back in. Like, all the shit that goes down with it. It's just fun, man. It's just fun. Even if it does kind of fuck some classes, admittedly. But, I mean, like you said, they had plenty of time to make a play before that point. So, I don't know. Yeah. Um. Anyway, overall, the tournament was cool. It That one felt... I don't know from the player's perspective, but at least as far as organization from the outside perspective, it, it felt a lot smoother than previous tournaments. Um, getting people in and out and getting people ready. A lot less downtime. A lot less waiting. The schedule seemed a little bit more clear. Um, mm. it, it was cool. You could tell they learned some stuff. I, I just hope the... Um, I, I hope the... There's not as many arbitrary rules. Um, like you have to be in two volley gear. I just make some trial tournaments or something. I, I don't know. And like, and then when they did the last trial tournament or the full gear, you had the hundred days thing, which kind of put a huge damper yeah, on it. Fucked too. a lot of things up. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, damn it, dude. We're like now Oh, for three on tournaments because the, the full gear best in class, the trial best in class. And then the two cup where, just a large portion of the community just can't participate because, or don't participate because of it's Tuvala and everyone graduated or they don't want to make their same class and go grind out gear for the tournament or whatever, you know? I don't know. Um, yeah. So, uh, should we move on to the comments? Yeah. Yeah, let's You mind reading them? I'll have them pulled up, but yeah i can i can do that all right uh i was just kind of skimming through them to see if i needed to delete anything so far it doesn't seem like i do but i haven't gotten to the bottom yet 
Uh, for anyone who doesn't know, uh, we, we read the comments every single week of the previous episode. So if you have something that you want to talk to us about, you want to argue with us about, you want to raise a point, uh, please bring it up. Put it in the comments. Uh, post in the comments. And we'll uh, we'll read it and respond to it. And uh, yeah. So... First and foremost, we have Bloodwolf. He says, Sage slash Nova nerf, click, and like. Yeah, I think a lot of people uh, <laughs> were hyped for that. Yeah. Uh, that's why I think for this episode, I think I put it in all caps, actually. I did. I put it. I, I put that bitch in all caps, brother. Uh, Yeti Wookie says, RBF is nothing but otter cannons placed everywhere, and the otter spamming chat is annoying and causing a lot of lag. Is this true, Frosty? That got changed, so not anymore. They did remove the otter uh, spamming in your chat recently. It no longer appears in the in the all chat. That's good. I don't know if the chat was causing lag, but it's definitely not there. Um, has your has your opinions changed on the otters at all? In what way? What was my opinion before? I can't remember. I think you thought that they were kind of silly, but you didn't mind them. I I don't I think they're kind of cool. I mean, um uh I yeah, I think they're kind of cool. I I just think uh for me and it, I mean it's the same I guess with all all pet classes. Like it feels gimmicky because of the way they scale, so they don't feel like they're doing anything in PvE. And and it's even weirder in PvE on Corsair because unlike the other pet classes, it, they don't even come out consistently like they have these weird delays where sometimes you'll go through an entire rotation of skills and no otters come out and then on the next pack they'll come out and then on the following pack they're not so it's right. yeah kind of weird but i i think that they're pretty cool <laughs> in pvp they do damage e even against people with gear they still like add a little bit of extra like chip like they're kind of like uh i mean dude I, I actually have had a lot of times in node war where right after i die or a little bit after i die i get a kill because they're still shooting at something <laughs> so um they can keep your hp down they whittle you down and if they're all hitting you at the same time they actually do a lot i just wish they were a little bit more consistent with how they came out fair enough uh hydra 159 says the problem with the guardian grab for me at least is that it has a wanky hitbox most of the times it doesn't grab the enemy even if they are two centimeters in front of them or just a bit on left right for the second part when you have a skill on hotbar and go to an npc and press 2 to access storage sometimes the character does the ability from the hotbar instead of accessing storage uh parentheses i have cleansing flame on hotbar too this also sometimes when i want to do shift rmb skill it starts doing the rmb attack even though my shift rmb is not on a cooldown of the pod Love the podcast. Maywall is too OP. Needs to... Uh, it's doing the dot, dot, dot. Let me refresh my page. It's doing the dot, 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 but it's not letting me read more for some reason. I'm about to know. just spread the window. Might be too small. Maybe. Maybe. Here we go. Now I can read more. Uh, needs to be nerfed. Nayashi Heart still waiting on the dates of future release from Frosty. Future dates of future release. Not too Bro, sure. What, what are you releasing? About? I don't know. What are you referring to, Hydra? What are you releasing? I don't know. I'll let you know when I find out. All right. You so, better not be doing a solo podcast. Why not? You doing a you doing a solo podcast without me and Nayashi, dude? You leaving us? I mean, Nayashi doesn't play anymore. Um, Whoa! <laughs> I could do a. I gotta get my Lost Ark podcast started. <laughs> oh boy. 
Uh, Rainbow Sushi says, I think the AoE of Ocean's Alert isn't too small. I'm pretty sure uh, it's planned that way since it's actually only the pulling back of the harpoon. The quote-unquote lore description of the skill does indicate it differently, though. Um, that, that person was wrong. It's absolutely wrong, and it got changed, and that's why. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, this was this would have been pre-change, right? Isn't too small. The the AOE I I tested it was it's a very simple test. You go you go into Battle Arena, um, where where the the four main dummies are. I'm doing this on display so people can see because I I actually had a lot of people telling me, "LOL, you're an idiot." Ocean's Alert hits just fine, and it's like, no, uh, I'm not. And you guys didn't test it, and that's why you think that because of the mist. But the initial <laughs> actual hit of the skill is not hitting. And it's a huge loss in damage because the mist is pet damage and the actual hit is based on your gear. So if you hop into battle arena, the, the four dummies that are like to the left, you know, the ones that are, you, you move down the four dummies that you can't knock down that are all kind yeah, of together the, in a the, diamond the square. Yeah. Yeah. So if you stand directly in front of those four scarecrows and you used oceans allure, the first part of the skill would literally only hit the scarecrow directly in front of your character and all three of the other scarecrows were not hit. And you can test this easily by putting a debuff add-on on Ocean's Allure. So you use the skill, and then you see all of the mobs get hit, but then when you go over and hit every single mob to see the debuffs on their bar, the back three mobs didn't have any debuffs, only the first one did. So all Ocean's Allure was hitting before was literally point blank in front of your character, to the left of your character, and to the right of your character. So... Uh, in the most recent patch on Wednesday, which they changed it to actually match the animation, now when you use the skill with an add-on, it hits all four of the dummies. They all get hit now by the skill, and it makes a huge difference in PvE because you can use that skill twice. It's only a four-second cooldown. You can use it twice per pack, um, and it actually does decent DPS. So, um, Plus, having an add-on on it, I think, makes it pretty pretty useful. So, yes, to say it's not too small, I mean, it depends, I guess, if you don't care that you're only hitting one singular... It, it literally had less AoE than Fatal Blow before. So, yeah. Uh, anyway, next uh, next Anyway, comment. next comment. Star from Rock says, I'm still disappointed that Corsair's Awakening wasn't mermaid-focused. The Petraka is cool and a lot of fun to play, but it just seems like they abandoned the most interesting part of Corsair in her Awakening. I feel like Valkyrie's biggest issue is the fact that a lot of her kit uh, especially pre-awakening feels useless or clunky trying to go back and forth between awakening and pre-awakening is a chore compared to some classes i'm personally hoping they increase the range on her team heals slash buffs i've made awaken nova from day one and honestly don't have any real complaints about the nova awakening quote-unquote nerf i agree that it seems fair as long as nova remains fun to play especially in pve i will keep playing her are you sad that there's not more mermaid in the awakening uh no no not at all i i think like that was the pre-awakened kit design i think a lot of people were confused that it wasn't like the opposite like it, it almost would have made sense that her awakening was the pre-awakening and then the succession was the awakening was yeah but i don't know how much that actually matters but it's like uh no i i think it's fine i like that it's more mermaid focused and the pre-awakening is fine i i like the awakening a lot like i actually am having more fun on the awakening than i then on sucked so then again it is Fair still enough. newer so maybe i'll get bored of it eventually here now Go back to hash dude, dude 
I do miss Hash post, a lot. Post rework Hash, dude? Is, is Hash getting reworked? No, he's not, sadly. Which, it, it, because, oh. dude, because I saw all these crazy changes, I'm actually sad he's not, because he could use a little uh, sprucing up on his awakening. Not anything crazy, yeah. but, you know, some of those skills, I, I don't know. Now, I'm, I think any class that's not getting reworked is, like has a legitimate reason to feel a little bit jealous, because the reworks actually look really insane and fun. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Mark and Ho says Archer here. We totally included accuracy requests that got ditched in the keyword summary to put quote "eg crit damage" smiley face. Yeah, it didn't get ditched. They they did a post after that. Like that summary was not. It was irrelevant. Like if you're upset about the summary, then you didn't understand what what happened there. It was the yeah, summary I think that was, was meaningless. The point, yeah, I think that was the point of Armin's post at the beginning of that that album of him basically saying listen, this doesn't mean much. Like, this isn't everything that's being suggested. So just kind of keep that in mind. But apparently, uh, people didn't read that. At least some people didn't. Uh, Magnu5Cream said, Nayashi will be back when Grapple Arrow is nerfed since he doesn't want a grab. <laughs> True. <laughs> uh, Infamous Z says, with the Sage iframe change, he will die a lot quicker with how naturally squishy he is. They should buff his HP pool or make him more tanky overall. Guardian, for example, is tanky, has iframes, along with a full other class, a few other classes. Sorry. Um, yeah, I would counter that Sage also has a lot of things that Guardian does not. A uh, lot better movement, faster, better distances, um, a lot higher damage. I mean, Guardian puts out a lot of damage, but still not as much as Sage does, uh, even with the Lightning Prison nerf. Um, I don't know. I don't Dude, think he needs to be tankier. Also, I think it's fine. Can we please stop pretending that Sage doesn't still have three iframes? Please. They still have Rift <laughs> Chain. You can still instant cast Shift E and when when you when it's overcharged it literally fucking is just immediately iframe like you can actually if you're like anticipating a grab you can literally shift e to iframe grabs and like stuff like that and you also still have rift chain plus when you go into shift q you go up in the air you have an iframe like you still have iframes so uh but the way sage moves is actually like still so insane that's why it doesn't need to be yeah. tanky it's not a stationary class just because bolts a super armor it's still it still has insane mobility yeah uh drifter bob says for dk they were talking about the gaps at the start and end of skills like wheel slash lunacy etc i don't recall what this is in reference to i'm assuming i think it's still in reference to the because i think on the last podcast didn't we read through like the 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 summaries for everybody uh was that this episode i thought that was the one before this one. Oh no it was this one okay yeah 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 yeah. it was this one okay so he must be referring to that it's been two weeks boys so we're we don't really remember too well uh first name says why are wizards such crybabies <laughs> they have one unprotected gap in their combo and they start crying meanwhile there's classes like hash and tamer where their whole combo is basically unprotected yeah, that's uh the idea that Voltaic in succession needs to have super armor again is uh truly laughable to me. As someone who played Suck Wizard for quite a while. 
Uh, Battle Hot Dog says, Change stamina consumption on Lawn is probably referring to the plus 8 AP self buff, which costs 350 stamina. Unprotected doesn't move you at all. Most people don't use the skill because the stamina cost isn't ju is just not worth it. In 1v1, the stamina isn't really an issue. I can see it for group fights a bit. Frost, you played a bit of Lawn, didn't you? Yeah, he's talking about the pre-awaken, I'm forgetting the name of the skill, but it's A-A-D-R-M-B. Like, yeah, I guess if that's getting stamina removed, but I, I still don't know if people are going to be using that, because it's like, it's unprotected and pretty slow. But I guess, mm. maybe you can cancel it. It feels a lot better, you use it a lot more in succession than you do in Awakening. But in Awakening, it's like, I don't even know why you would use it, because you still, you get an AP buff from Deadly Dance, which most people use anyway. But, I don't know. Or not Deadly Dance, um... What's the uh, Ford Ford RMB? The one where they like are flipping the skill, flipping their swords uh, forward. I forget the name of it. I don't know shit about Lon, bro. Yeah, they like walk forward. Um, God, what is the name? Taunting death. Yeah, they usually use that. Unless that's the buff he's talking. I can't. Maybe I don't know which one he's talking about. But they both have an AP buff and a stamina cost. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. Uh, Lost Souls says, PA don't know how to balance the classes. We have some classes that can do every and every, every and anything, and some that can only do good at PvE or PvP, some that can't do anything. Feels like there should be a trade-off, like suck good at PvE, awakening at PvP. Bolt do something, bolt do something, bolt do something, bolt do something, shift Q out. I, I, I don't agree with his comment at all, but... I don't yeah, know. I think that's something that we talked about a long time ago, how... It seemed for a while like they were doing this weird thing where the succession would be better at PvE and the Awakening would be better at PvP, or vice versa. Um, what I don't class, think that's really the case anymore. What class can't do anything? I, I don't even... Yeah, I don't like think just, there's a class that can't do It's completely inaccurate. It's like, you have classes that are weaker at some aspects, but good at others, but like... I don't know. <laughs> Musa, stop. You guys are such Musa. trolls. If you think Musa can't do anything, LOL. Oh, I'm on the wrong channel. Hold on. Vel's in uh, 15 minutes, by the way. Hey, speaking of, the Moosassin says, please read everything and thanks. Musa is an assassin class, same with Maywa, but for some oddity of reason, we don't have any skills that give an evasion self-buff. Don't know why that <laughs> wasn't brought up. Also, when you read Musa's class oh description on PA's God. website, it clearly says he excels in 1v1 damage, but that's a fucking lie. Frosty, I get that Musa needs accuracy. However, I shouldn't be using gear to get the bare minimum for my hits to go through two... Through, I think he meant to say to go through normally with what some other classes get. Also, I was thinking about this after our fight in BA. Why does defense gear have to affect my damage dealt? I feel only weapons, alkstone, and accessories should affect that. DR evasion gear, defense gear should only greatly count towards how you'd like to build your class defensively and not offensively. The fact that Begs Gloves gives the that amount of accuracy doesn't seem right. If anything, I'd prefer if Begs and Libras gave the same amount of accuracy and instead of the DR evasion numbers, you'd get or should be adjusted accordingly. I, did I have a shirk while reading that? Or did he have a shirk while typing that? If anything, I'd prefer if Begs and Liebers gave the same amount of accuracy and instead the DR slash evasion numbers you'd get would or should be adjusted accordingly. Oh, okay, I had a stroke. He's good. Okay. Uh, your thoughts, question mark. I, he, it's like, uh, so he's being mad at the, the class description on PA's website. When, when is the last time anybody went to PA's website, looked at the class description and says like, okay, this is what the class does. Like the, it's only Musassin. 
he's the last person alive that is going to that website to be like, well, what is my class supposed to do? Oh, 1v1 damage. Well, it, it also is like hard when your 1v1 damage is based off going like off in Lieber and uh, a Nuver with some weird build. And I, I don't understand why people think they shouldn't need to use accuracy accessories to deal damage to people with evasion. It's so weird. And, and also like we, it says we are an assassin, but we don't have a, a self buff that gives evasion. I, I just feel like it's so arbitrary. I, I don't remember the line that says assassins are gonna have evasion buffs, that that's like just an inherent trait of an assassin style class. But I don't know, maybe I'm just completely out of the loop. I, I don't know, maybe I just don't fully understand Musa. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I also have a lot less sympathy for Musas since I noticed there's a bunch more Musas in RBF lately for some reason. And holy fuck do those kids hurt. Like, they are doing so much damage. It's actually insane. I don't know if Musa got a buff that I missed or something, but Jesus Christ, there are suddenly a lot more Musas in RBF, and Jesus Christ, they do a lot of damage. Dude, the other thing, um, the other thing too, is that, like, I saw a, uh, when we talked about it last podcast when they were doing the, when we were reading the summaries, and the fact that, like, Kunos are asking for more evasion is just beyond me. I, I just will never understand why these assassin classes are like, dude, I wish, I wish we just were super tanky. <laughs> it's so weird to me. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, Jay Adams says, Hey, can you guys possibly mention skill adding presets so the devs could consider adding it? Skill uh, and, and then he clarifies that he actually meant to say skill add on presets. I mean, you have you have that that you can literally just use your presets as skill add on presets. You don't have to change your skills. You can have succession. That's exactly what I do. I have one that's like succession PVE and one with succession PVP. Like yeah. that already exists in our game, doesn't it? Or am I? Oh, Jesus! <laughs> Jesus Christ, Genesis! All right. Uh... Genesis says, reason so many sages are upset is because over one third uh one third of the skills, parentheses six, are melee range based that actually require and or bring you to the target. Kit was clearly designed around iframe with its unique gimmick of overcharge bolt for teleporting right. around the target. Halt here, and halt here, halt here. Genesis Genesis, uh, right off the bat, you're wrong. Right off the bat. He says the kit was clearly designed around iframe with its unique gimmick of overcharged bolt for teleporting around the target and trying to land a close range CC. The reason why I know that this is false is because you didn't even have overcharged bolt until four weeks after Awakening Sage came out. So the kit, the entire kit was designed before you could do overcharged bolt. So that is literally completely wrong. It was not designed around doing that because that wasn't even a part of the kit until after this, the class came out. All right, continue. All right, continuing. Uh, trying to land a close range CC, which most of his skills are. That's not a long range kit. Why this misconception is out there, I have no idea. But three fourths are close to mid range at best. Uh, LP, I'm not sure what that is. Oh, Lightning Prison. The one nerfed is its longest range skill within Lightning and the pool skill Chain Lightning uh, having the second longest range. All the other skills have Shuriken Malice range or much, much less, like the six mentioned above. Examples for those wanting to see uh, new dash and majority of skills we use 
have only close range except for those uh those several needing direct targets okay so uh can we talk about how he says that none of it is really range he doesn't know where that perception comes and then he says all other skills have shuriken malice range yeah well i think he means like I guess he's he's hearing that people think it's a lot bigger range than it is, but it is ranged. I would consider that mid-ranged. Yeah, it's mid-ranged. Um, no one's saying it's a ranger or an archer, but every other melee class or even like Sork, which I would consider Sork has a couple abilities that are like, you know, like with the disc and Dream of Doom and, and the edge of Grim Reaper Judgment that you get clipped by or Karshans. Like even with the range that Sork has, like Sage just completely outranges it with Enlightening Bolt, with um upsurge with lightning prison with shock relay with their f skill um with a few of their pre-awakened skills like i i don't know in what world that that those skills are not relatively ranged like they outrange like there isn't even another melee class that can even compete with the range on any of those abilities you guys have like six abilities that outrange like every other melee class Even like Guardian, like it, basically every skill on... All right, so Guardian has Cleansing Flame, right? And then I guess, is Dragon's Maw similar range to Cleansing Flame? I think Dragon's Flame might be a bit longer, but it does have that charge up part to it, so... So those two skills have range like Sage, and then the rest don't. But every, like almost in Sage's entire Awakening Kit has that range. Chain Lightning, Shock Relay... F, um, upsurge, enlightening bolt, lightning prison. I I don't know in what world that those are not ranged abilities. Like even if they're not ranged like archer range, but they still have enough range that like oh I can just stay far from the target and keep poking them down without getting hit. It, am I crazy? Am I crazy? I'm like trying to figure out here how you could say yeah. that it's not. It's not a long-range kit. I guess if he wants to be literal on the phrase long-range, sure. It's not Ranger or Archer or Awakened Corsair. But it is mid-range. And it's... Of the mid of any of the other mid-range classes, it has the most amount of mid-range chip where you don't have to be directly next to a player. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I would agree, honestly. It's, uh, it's, it's definitely not like ranged as in ranger archer witch wizard mm -hmm. um that being said it is not melee either i definitely can hit people farther away with basically any sage skill than i can with the fucking like a uh, frenzy destroyer on zerker or even like something like one of our like longer range skills like every sage skill has the the range, if not more, of ancient wave. He goes so. on to say we have we don't have cast range. We have less range than suck sork overall, with no defensive passes. Well, like, and hold minimal on, we're gonna we're, hold on, we're gonna get to that. Hold All on, right. you're you're Go. skipping ahead. Uh, he says, I personally don't mind the changes and in fact argued in Sage Discord that overcharged iframe was too powerful for weeks after release. But currently the kit wasn't designed for long range at all, so I understand why. Sage is a more offensive teleporting around the battlefield style, while almost all the skills except for Lightning Prison showing this. Uh, MH? Which one is MH? MH is practically useless. MH. MH, yeah. Help. 
Which one's MH? I don't know. All right, well, I don't know what MH is, but he says MH is practically useless, too, because oh, saying of main, the much... main hand, I guess. Oh, main hand. Okay, I can see that, yeah. Okay, much uh, slower cast speeds and even sucks range kit was previously nerfed, even affecting PvE. We don't have caster range. We have it less range than sucks Sork overall with no defensive passives and minimal skills in Awakening to use that won't literally put us in a bad situation without an iframe to avoid damage or slows. Would you like to comment? No, you took the wind out of my sails. I got nothing. What's, <laughs> what's the next part? I, I don't remember what I was going to say. You were talking about uh, the comparison to Suxorc. And any, you, were about, any, you were about to go on a rant about that. I, I don't remember we what there. it was, but if you are a sage and you're actually comparing yourself to Suxorc right now, just those two should not ever be in the same paragraph. Uh, same paragraph. It's actually... I'm... I'm losing what little hair I have left. It's, it's all going. It's gone. Uh, I agree. It was obviously too powerful, so they've nerfed the iframes, but instead of revisiting the skills like any other game dev team would do, updating them so we don't have a kit mainly designed around teleporting us to the target with minimal defense and no good iframe, they basically left it as is. Really shitty move on PA's part. P.S. Don't count Impaling Flash or Divine as iframes. What Both are the so quick fuck? And just as deadly to us, if you're not grabbed miraculously mid-air, you run the risk of falling through the map. Why would you not count Impaling Flash as an iframe? You literally can fucking RMB shift ES and you just iframe teleport to anywhere you want to go and turn your fucking camera. Why would that not count as an iframe? That doesn't make any sense because you might end up in the ground. Are you kidding me? That is Genesis. No. <laughs> no. That that's like a Sork. That that would be like Sork getting their uh getting an iframe nerf, like getting a uh let's say they got Nitro nerfed and then being like, oh, and, and and someone's argument is like, well, you do still have an iframe. It's like, oh, don't you count Shadow Leap as an iframe? You know, the end of Shadow Leap is dangerous. Like that is doesn't make any sense. Impaling Flash is through and through a freaking iframe, and it's a really, really good and fast iframe. Also, one of your main iframes you use to get behind targets to float them with Enlightening Bolt. It, it, that's Dude, that iframe is... You know how many classes... You know how badly a Musa would love to have Impaling Flash iframe or a Mewa? Dude, that is like the most legit iframe you could even have. It's such a good iframe. It's crazy. If you're not grabbed miraculously mid-air. Divine I mean, is shift Q, right? Divine is shift Q, yeah. Yeah, okay. I, I just like... Yeah. I mean, I can understand not, like, not relying on Divine as an iframe, but Impaling Flash is like an actual iframe. Like, that is like a legitimate iframe that you can use reactionary or like aggressively. So it's like crazy that they think... I mean, Genesis, I, I don't know if like you wrote this a week ago... And now we've played Sage, and you've probably played Sage. I would love to hear your comment back next week. Uh, if you, I want you to read through and actually see if you really agree with what you said right now. But everything you said about Sage's range is incorrect. And when you say PAS, don't count Impaling Flash, it just completely like delegitimizes everything you said. That that is not counting one of your main reliable iframes as an iframe is is such a weird thing to me. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. 
Here's the thing. I, I would have much rathered them just focus on maybe some damage or some stamina nerfs and leave the mechanic as it was. But at the end of the day, this is what they chose to do. And I don't think it's that bad. I really don't. I, I think you're going to have to change how you play, but I, I think it's still fine. I don't know. Like, yeah, you no, can't run into the here's ball the anymore. I, I, kept, I kept seeing Sages say, like, well, they completely removed our playstyle. It's like, but the playstyle is safe. You just have to think about where you are now. Like, the playstyle is still move, you skill, move, you skill, move, you skill, move, you skill. Oh, the person died by accident. Move, but, you skill, moves, you skill. No, no, no. But the, what they're referring to is they can't play like Sork anymore. They, the playstyle was you could but play that... just like Sork, except for you have a lot more damage and also a grab. But you right? can still play like Sork as long as no, there's not 20 cannot. people. Yes, you can. I, I literally watch it every day. You can still play like Sork if there's only a few people. Yes, if there's like 10, 15 people, you can't sit in the middle. But you can still play. You can literally sure. just circle okay. around the ball yes. instead of directly through the ball. But your play yes. style and how you're playing the class, move, usability, move, usability, move, usability, is exactly the same. Like... If yes. they changed it to a two-second cooldown and you couldn't overcharge Bolt, that would completely change your playstyle. Sage wouldn't feel or look the same at all. It would be a complete like overhaul of how the class moves and plays. But this didn't change it. It just makes it dangerous when you play it like that. So you have to either do it for a shorter amount of time or you can't do it inside 15 to 20 people, which you never should have been able to to begin with. But you can recognize that in large scale... No, it, I cannot because in large, in large scale, they were not. I'm at Node War every day. I'm sorry, Sages were not sitting in in the middle of 30 people, even with the bull iframe. They were playing the edges just like they're still going to do now. They were. Their play style is still relatively the same. They did not completely change their play style. They didn't. I don't know. I think we're arguing degrees of difference here. The point is, uh, I think Sage is fine. You think Sage is more than fine. It doesn't seem like that big of a deal. There's going to be some adaptation, and at the end of the day, it's still going to be a strong class, I think, honestly. Um, so we'll see. We'll see if maybe some more nerfs will come down the pipe, or maybe it'll be considered fine where it is. We'll have to we'll have to wait and find out. Mm -hmm. uh, Infrax says, Uncapped Siege on Calpheon was fun with the HP cap bug. Archers had the time of their life. Oh, what was it? I think they... Oh, yeah, the it, HP cap, right. I yeah, the, the HP was capped at 5,000, and then it was doing the T1 thing where it was going down, I think, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Uh, which is pretty funny. Apparently, I think you could, like, fix it by, like, relogging or some shit, like, after it, after it took down your HP a little bit more or something along those lines. But, yeah, that was a... Uh, Did it tick all the way down to 2,500? I assume it did. That's what it does on <laughs> T1s. Uh, uh, House of Mana says the song at the end is always to me like a perfect on the house scoop of ice cream after a fantastic meal. Never looked the song up because part of me enjoys looking forward to it and savoring it. Yeah, that's uh, Frosty's old band. Unfortunately, he doesn't play with them anymore. Mm -hmm. But uh, I like that song and I think it makes for a good outro. So it's it's going to be there to stay at least for a while. Might change it eventually, but... Frosty, are you going to try and join another band, or what's up? you just going to take a break? Mm, I don't know. I don't really have a place just... to play drums at my house. Like, Oh, really? 
I mean, unless I like completely soundproofed a room, like I'm actually not gonna be able to play drums. It's just so loud. Drums are so loud. Either that right. or get like a nice electric kit, I guess. I, I don't know. I just don't have the so same motivation to play anymore. You're just kind of chilling right now. Yeah. Oh, fair enough. Uh, Spectral says the issue with Guardian Grab is it will show you hit and do the full animation when it actually didn't hit. No, you see, this is just a Guardian problem. No one else has this problem. Uh, yeah. Now you die, not to counterplay, but bad coding. Miss how miss be how Rizlar feels about being gimped out of his protections. Yeah, that happens constantly to me, and I know a lot of other people as well. But with my dog shit internet. Yeah, uh, about I I would say ten to fifteen percent of the time that shit will happen to me, and it is very frustrating. I think, uh, yeah, the amount of times I've gone into suicide fall where it's showing me my character flipping in the air, and then I do shadow slash hard aiming only to be cc'd by something because they weren't actually grabbed. It, yeah, definitely not just a guardian problem. I think on guardian I, I, they probably feel it a lot because of the slower animation. Yeah. But it's definitely a, all grabs. A lot of grab classes deal with that. I've noticed a new problem recently. I that I, I actually just realized that hasn't really been happening to me that much lately. But I've noticed a new problem where I grab someone and it successfully does the grab, like they're in my arms and everything. And the second that we are out of the grab, right now they should be bounded. They are just standing there, and then they get to just use a skill. I've yeah. noticed that this has been happening to me recently. It happened to me a bunch in my BA fights earlier today, which was very confusing. Did you get your uh, reward Nelson... bundle? My you, what? You didn't go to Veldigi. You know it's double drop right now. Oh, yeah, I didn't. We're doing comments, man. Busy. Uh, Nelson Uzumaki says, the that art class suggestion is crazy. Imagine if they follow that some classes would be outweigh ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not, it's not worth much though. It's it was it was a very brief summary of some of the things that were mentioned. So don't take it as gospel. Harazul in chat said that he said with iframe bolt you could you could play around spear bolt quickly get behind people. The style play of play got a substantial nerf. Now you have to stay around the uh stay around the enemies. Can't really step into them and survive. Even with just four to five in the vicinity, in a sense, it was a nerf to outplay potential, just dumbed down a bit in terms of clever things you could do. If you think that the iframe version was not the dumbed down version, that I, I don't, that is such a crazy way to look at it to me. The iframe version was the dumbed down version. It's like the opposite of dumbed down now. It's like, now, now you actually have to think about it. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> That's so, such a weird way to look at it. Yeah. I like, uh, I just flick to your screen and the first thing I see is Divius say, being invincible is outplay work <laughs> POV. Yeah, dude. <laughs> uh. Uh, Nelson, uh, oh, sorry, I just read that. Uh, Revian says, accuracy and evasion should be removed from the game. Parentheses, this ain't tab targeting. It's actually combat. Aim your skills properly slash use movement to actively dodge out of the way of incoming attacks. Uh, in parentheses, grab should have a counterplay mechanic like they do in every other game where they exist. Either they're slow and hard to land, or they can be attacked out of if you react quickly enough to break free. Recovery for a missed grab should be punishable. 
Yeah, I don't disagree with this idea at the end. I, although I, I think he's taking the words accuracy and evasion literally. Like it's, you can really just look at it as a different form of reducing damage. It's not like, yeah. it's not like your skill, like the, your CCs and stuff still land. And if you have gear, you're still hitting your target. It's not like, it's not like evasion in other games where it's like you literally dodge an entire attack and the, the attack doesn't do anything to take place of like physically moving away from an ability. No, I think he's on to something. If, if they removed evasion, then I mean, people might be able to kill Divius. That's true. Actually, it's, you wouldn't be able to uh, abuse Asula anymore. <laughs> uh, Svarnir Trun says Frosty dislikes PVE on blank class. I'm shocked. Awaken Ninja, uh, and I guess that's supposed to be. I, I don't know what that emblem is, but I, I think he's uh, anyway. Heart aiming isn't only space. Can LMB RMB after a slide sli a side slash flows nicely into fatal blow. Our accuracy is fine. Just put an accessory on. Honestly, don't think we need buffs. Making some of our weird skills more viable could be fun, but we're in a fine place. Please, for the love of all things, good change my grab backflip animation when I get resisted. Frosty, yeah. thoughts? You play ninja? Uh do you think it's in a do you think it's in a fine place? Ninja's in a good spot, yeah. Do you think the only thing that they need is to remove the backflip animation on resisted grabs? <laughs> no, I don't know why. Why does that need to get removed? I don't even understand. I... What's wrong with the backflip That's animation? It's kinda cool. He says, super he says please for the love of all things good, oh. change my grab backflip animation when I get resisted. Apparently, this is the problem. You're just out of touch, man. I don't know. Uh, Wait, I wonder why, why did you say hard aiming isn't, isn't only space? We I don't know. We Apparently, know you can, you can LMB, RMB after a side slash flows nicely into Fatal Blow. Yeah. I, I think that... Uh, I think people were asking for it to be removed off of space because there's other ways to use it. And Spacebar like, adds conflict with concealment and stuff. And smokescreen. Mm. I don't know. Makes sense. Um, Polonism says, hey, regarding the Sork stuff, we read in the summaries, I'm still gear lit with 677 gear score, but I feel like Sork has a lot of issues at the moment. Less with older classes, but more with the newer ones. In summary, Sork at the current meta just feels like Sork back before the protection slash CC revamp. Pretty useless. They need to remove some essays again. You cannot catch people anymore except when they are bad. Also, I agree with Frosty on the LVS servers. Fuck them. Too many people just want to earn money. Add more servers or buff the normal high-end high end spots in Odalita or buff Sakraya. Also, remove or the Spirit Rage and Nodawar Siege. I am having a stroke the longer I go on reading these comments. Yeah. Summary, Sork at the current meta feels like Sork back pretty... I, I don't know why... I, dis I disagree with that. Yeah, I don't know why people think Sorks are useless. I think that's so crazy. I think they run into, like, a Suck Nova, and they're like, well, our class is bad. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I don't understand. It's so, <laughs> so weird. I can't kill Suck Nova, so my class is useless. Also, yeah. Uh, man, Spirit of Battle. Man, yeah. that needs to get removed immediately. It, it, it is becoming more and more of a problem every single day, it feels like. Now I have just rando fucking guilds in bullshit T2 node wars, like, doing show cheese strats, inting to get fucking Spirit of Battle. I, 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 
I'm in disbelief of what is happening with this fucking this guild's PvP scene. Why are people like this, Frosty? I don't understand. Yeah, it's super. Why beautiful. do people organize for fucking stalemates? Why do people int to abuse fucking spirit of battle? I don't understand well, people. They want to win, dude, and get their money. But spirit it's of battle, gross. spirit of battle needs to be changed. Like ASAP, dude. It feels so bad. It feels so bad. It feels so bad that, like, this is like a week ago. Like Vertex, Vertex is pretty strong, at least relative to us. I know like uh, Cho and other guilds probably don't feel that way, but Vertex is pretty strong in the Node War scene, and it it is so weird as Apocalypse, where like if we one v one Vertex before Spirit of Battle, like it's probably a stalemate, right? On like a thirty. A 50 or a 60 unless someone does like some really cool outplay or ctg play that that, that like causes one of our guilds to lose it, it is the most strange thing to me fighting vertex where we're relatively evenly matched in node war and they get to spirit of battle on us it blows my mind mm -hmm. how crazy that is that these people that arguably have the same or better gear than us are getting super armor for 30 seconds with 200 dr <laughs> i'm just like why this doesn't make any sense Oh, yeah. and I I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think we talked about this on the last podcast. The best solution I've heard so far is to make it an AOE buff around your fort. I think that is a very fast, maybe not easily implemented solution, uh, for the devs. But I think that would be a very quick and easy fix uh, in terms of balance. Uh, way to fix that in all honesty that would be a really good change yeah it would be a defensive buff to push the guild off of you it would be like yes. proximity based on your fort yeah it's like if you go outside of that you don't have the buff if you're in it you yeah. have the buff something like that uh jj carver says i bet those top three classes will eventually be nerfed down to wizard level and people will start moving back to wiz you heard it here first what's the top three Sage, Nova, and who? Well, it depends like what you're talking about, but like just in large scale, I guess Zerker. Wake and Zerker with Q buff. At least like hey, as put, far as most impactful. You put Zerker above Wizard in large scale? Well, I mean, I guess Wizard. I don't know. It's like, I guess you can make an argument for either one. Yeah, I guess. It, it's all just right. like because Q buff is so impactful, that's all. But, um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Uh,. I think I don't know. There's already a decent amount of people that play Wiz. I I think with the reworks, it's hard to tell what people are going to be playing soon. I think all the rerollers are going to to Nova at least for now. Uh, the Awkward Ninja says Rip Nayashi. Also, some of those classes asking for better passives got me laughing a bit. Honestly, at this point, I would almost want them to remove slash minimize passives because they either make a massive difference or nothing at all. Uh, and then his example is 10 DR is hardly anything, but 15% accuracy or 20% crit damage is a ton. They could just let gear take the wheel for counter building and such. Finally, I kind of hope the class reworks fuck wizards over utility wise so they can be properly, properly addressed. Then shy can feel the utility class space better. I think both shies and wizards are mad at you for that comment. Acrid Ninja. <laughs> yeah. Because shies just want to be a normal class, don't they? I don't. I, I don't know what shies want, honestly. I, I, uh, some of them want to be a normal class. Some of them just want what it does currently to not be bad in PVE and make it like a little bit easier to like avoid being killed by someone. 
like defend yourself but not necessarily kill people and then some of them want to be able to also just kill people so i don't know yeah they're all uh, over the place dude blood wolf wait blood wolf didn't i, didn't I read a blood wolf comment already well okay we got two comments from blood wolf here uh he says wait where am i here i am uh at 20732 the thing is with lva weapons you already almost one shot the mobs so will a black star really make a huge difference at 23103 i own a ghillie on my main and people who bought it years ago already benefited for all those years so it's fair i also use a ghillie mainly to grind because i found less people ask for dope for spot when i wear one and it's more the fact that i have no identity with it no guild or name also i can ignore dope for spot because who will they deck on or will they flag question mark yeah uh i don't know yeah. I, I haven't i unfortunately like this week i've been so busy i actually haven't gotten to test what the elvia buffs are like with pen black star on they I, I usually take the main nice. hand which means i lose my black star so um yeah but i yeah, imagine it's, it's nice. still a lot of monster nice. ap so i i don't know it kind of it, it might yes yeah, some skills one shot or almost one shot um but the thing is, like, some of the skills don't, and now having that extra black star damage means you'll probably uh, do a little bit more. Some of the weaker skills might feel better. I don't know. No. Uh, Solo, it says, enjoying this podcast more and more. Keep up the great work. Thank you, thank you. Uh, Zor says, who the hell suggests BSR pops on Mystic? They should just work <laughs> on skill animations. They can make Rage Hammer and Nature slash Unbridle Wrath animations faster. Parentheses. Remove the super armor as long as it has fast skill animation in parentheses. The Sea Burial skill too, because it has a different speed animations. Parentheses. When using Flash Step into Sea Burial, it's so fast, but when using it with other skills, it's slow. In parentheses. Change Crab Jump, aka Silent Step animation too. It just looks stupid, but I think it's just me though. Remove the super armor on Grab, even the failed attempt one. Maybe make the back distance further for failed attempts that skills the definition of a win button has a very fast animation too plus six, six second cooldown seven. maybe nerf the e-buff seven. seven yeah seven maybe nerf the e-buff a bit too while they're at it that one is op compared to other e-buffs i've been playing suck mystic since it came out and the flows are very nice except for those with slow animations all that i stated above are just my personal opinion i Sammy and Tina is here right now. Sammy and Tina is our resident uh, mystic. Sammy and Tina, are are you? Would you be disappointed if Suck Mystic got a balance patch and it was mostly focused around making their BSRs better? Would that not just be like a total letdown? I I don't even I can't even believe it's like mentioned. To me, maybe I'm crazy, but I'm just like if I'm a mystic, the BSR is like the last thing I give a shit about. I, I don't even know why that was even mentioned. I just when I read that in the summary, I was like, oh poor mystics, dude. Oh no. They're at the mercy of people that are like, I wish my one hundred killed everybody. And it's like, uh, I don't know. It's so weird. I get like the BSR on the pre awakened Roaring Tiger is like oddly does more damage than the prime version, I guess. There's like some weird issue with that. But it's like I don't know make my class feel a little bit better in large scale when I have to fight a bunch of people with ranged damage is more of a priority than what my 100% damage feels like mm. to me anyway uh, original HD says I understand his statement in taking break slash quitting I quit two months ago best decision made it's good to take a break sometimes yep. I mean it, at the end of the day if you're not having fun like don't play the game and I, I don't mean that in like a mean way I mean that 
Like genuinely. Like it, at the end of the day, it's a video game. Like you're using your free time to play this game that is supposed to be fun. And if you're not having fun, then don't play it. Like go do something that is more worth your time, whether that's learning a skill or having fun. So it's sometimes it's it's good to take a break. Yeah, if you're frustrated uh, Daz- or tilted or like, I don't know. Like sometimes. I, I don't know. I, I don't understand why you'd stay on one class that just pisses you off forever and not either re-roll or just not play. Mm. This is my thoughts. Maybe I'm weird. Daz says, imagine if they read improve how movement speed reduction debuffs stack and they're like, oh, people want more still stacking. Let's do it. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Uh, God, <laughs> slow stacking, dude. Scintilla Soul says, Guardians Awakening Grab is really buggy. When they say improve grab, they probably mean bug fix it. As a Sucklon player, her PvP needs massive changes. Uh, improvements to accuracy, she runs out of stamina instantly, two to four iframes before she can't do more, and a lot of skills need stamina. If you get hit in S-Block, you can't get out of it due to block recoil, and her damage in PvP is awful. Blooming Neither Flower nor... Uh, Blooming Nether Flower has hit split. I guess they mean split damage, right? Uh, not damage split, so if you're hitting more than three people, the skill's negative damage in your combo. If they reverted her changes to when she was released, she would be balanced. Would be really nice to get back, to get MM back. MM? Mouse movement? Mm-hmm. Get mouse movement back? So there is more skill expression in the class, too. Does that mean mouse movement? Uh, yeah, MM, yeah, yeah. They removed a bunch of her mouse movement when Succession got nerfed. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Blooming Nether Flower has hit split damage, so if you're hitting more than three people, skill is negative damage in your combo. Is that true? I don't know. I don't know what... They're saying not split damage, but hit split damage. I don't know what that is. No, I don't know. I also don't remember Sucklon on release. Were Were they busted on release? Oh my god, they were insane, dude. Were they? I don't oh remember. Oh my god, dude. It was so much fun. It was the greatest two weeks of my life. <laughs> well, actually, on the first week that it was released, it wasn't super strong, but then they buffed it like three consecutive patches in a row, and it became fucking insane. They sped up like everything. Ah, <laughs> uh, the, the striker treatment. Okay. Yeah, they sped up everything and gave it a bunch of... Uh, it, it, it was cracked, dude. But hold on, let me see. I don't, I don't know what he's talking about. It, like... Blooming Netherflower has no split damage, like, at all. I, I don't even know where that comment came from. Split hit? I don't... He's, he makes a point of stating hit split, not damage split. Yeah. Hit split. Is that a, is so that a is thing? it, like, it has a certain amount of hits. So let's say it has 20 hits. Mm-hmm. If you hit one person, it does 20 hits to that person. If you hit four people, it does five hits to each person? Is that what they're saying? Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what he's trying to say, but we know that that's incorrect because the way this quote split hit damage works in PvE, it hits all 10 targets 100% of the time. And I yeah, don't I think don't it functions differently in PvP, so I, I think I think he's just misunderstanding. Like, it's damage. I don't know. Maybe, don't know. maybe he I'm feels sure. that way because uh, it has no crit in PvP, so sometimes it could feel like it does low damage because it's not critting. And people run special attack evasion, so even when you have like a little bit of crit, you still are mostly getting zero percent crit. It's the only thing I could think of. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh Andrew Lopke 
says, I'd like to see Mystic Awakenings Dragon feel more, I don't know, like a pet. I'd like to see it linger and be more, I don't know. I actually yeah, would love... Dragon not, Pet could be dope. I don't want it to be a pet like Tamer Pet, but I would love if you saw it hang out around the Mystic more often. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, for it, sure. it would be cool if it, you know, just like doing its attacks, it's like the same as it works, but it would be kind of cool if like, I don't know, if you saw it just out, like kind of hanging out around the Mystic a little bit more because it has such cool animations. Yeah, that could be neat. Uh, something void says. Oh I'm wait, glad real quick, that... I, I forgot. I, I also oh. want to comment on there when they're talking about the improved grab thing that they probably mean bug fix it. I know firsthand because I, I was reading one of the detailed feedbacks. They said, "quote fix the gap um, at the end of guardians grab when they fail a grab." So that's not fixing a bug. That means they want it to be fully super armor even on fail. That's not a bug fix. Oh, sorry, <laughs> go on. Uh, something void says, I'm glad that one of the quote unquote updates PA seemed to have forgotten in the whole sheriff and new karma system. PS read this comment as silently as you can. So that the intern doesn't hear it. Yeah. I think they, I, I don't think they forgot it. I think they, they got the feedback of everyone going, what the fuck? And have now put that on the back burner slash in the trash. Yeah. I don't know if we're going to get it, but it is interesting that it's been so long since that's come out and we don't have it. I'm I'm almost positive they're either like reworking it or they're just abandoned it entirely. I don't because... know. I, I think that they are okay with it on KR. I think it makes more sense on KR because their culture and atmosphere, maybe. I, I'm guessing. Like it makes very little sense in NA to me. So mm -hmm. it, it might be one of those things that it just stays on KR and we just never get it, hopefully. Yeah, yeah, true. Uh, just like, uh, you know, pay to win. You know, it just doesn't make sense for NA, and that's why they kept it off of our game. Uh, the Strapmeister says, you know what really grinds my gears? When you all say, quote-unquote, I don't know, after either each, each opinion or a suggestion you guys make. I imagine it's just a habit thing, but it does invalidate what you just said if you go on to say, I don't know, at the end. Regardless of that, great podcast as always. When when we say I don't know, it's more of like, uh, I don't know. We ran out what, of shit. Yeah, I don't know what else to say about this. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, it doesn't mean like, That's I a... don't know what the topic is or what I'm talking about. It's like a... It's like a yeah. variation of saying um except at the end, and it is a bad habit to say it. Yeah, it, it, and we all do it, all three of us. It, it's almost like one, like you would say, I don't know, in a situation where you're like, I actually do want to say more, I just can't think of more to say on it right now. Yeah, yeah, I, but, I would agree with that. Usually, if I'm saying I don't know, it's because I've like ran out. Of, I still don't feel satisfied with where the conversation is but I have officially ran out of shit to say. And so I just say, I don't know. And then we just move on. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, I do need to work on it though. It's a bad habit that and, and saying, um, I have a really bad habit of saying, um, lately that's only gotten worse. Yeah. Apparently I say like a lot. I I've been told several times by multiple sources that I say like a whole bunch uh i'm not trying to fix that you all just have to deal with that but i've been told that that's a thing i do uh but yeah that's it that's the uh that's the end of the comments um is there anything else we need to cover before we head out frosty no i didn't get a vel's heart this double drop was bullshit Oops.
I'm not gonna name any names, but I I, I had a, a guildie a while back that was fighting. He was on a wizard, and he was mm -hmm. fighting Vert at Star's End. This was like six months ago. He's fighting Vert at Star's End, and he was complaining that he couldn't kill Vert because of split damage. <laughs> I was like, here, he was a suck wizard. I was like, do you realize like the only thing that has split damage is your fucking Blizzard? Like you're like using like Voltaic. <laughs> it's just. Like voltaic, frigid, like fireball, fireball explosion. He's like, dude, fucking, there's too many mobs around the split damage making it so I can't kill for it. That, oh, that, no. That's what that blooming comment reminded me of saying, like, blooming doesn't do damage because of split damage. I don't know. It's just kind of funny. You uh, don't know, huh? I do know. Sorry. Whoops. There it is again. God <laughs> damn it, man. I do know. It was funny. I do know. I didn't mean to invalidate that entire story. <laughs> Uh, all right, that's our show. Close us out, Rez. Uh, and then you're gonna hit us with an uh? Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Thanks for everybody for watching. Hopefully, you guys did enjoy. Uh, sorry for missing last week. Uh, you know, occasionally it just happens. Make sure to join the Discord. That's where, if you're wondering where we're at, if we're gonna be recording late, like uh, this episode, we're recording on a Sunday. Um, if you're wondering where the podcast is out. Uh, or when it's out or what's going on with it what's up with it uh, join the discord uh, I always let people know in the announcements channel in there like what's going on basically um, what else is there oh check out uh, our streams uh, it's all linked in the description obviously Nayashi is on vacation so uh, he won't be streaming anytime soon but uh, twitch.tv slash Nayashi underscore NA you could find Frosty at twitch.tv slash sofrosty, and you could find me at twitch.tv slash notrizzler. Uh, shout out to the patrons again. We appreciate you guys for what you do, keeping uh, keeping us uh, keeping us in this, uh, helping us out. And yeah, that's it. We'll see you all next week.